We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Entering the Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience Week 10 Picks Against the Spread, powered by DraftKings Sportsbook. Play and bet on DraftKings Sportsbook. Also, smash the like to the episode, leave your favorite bet in the comment section, and time code this for us. you got a favorite moment, you hit up those time codes so we can gather them all for a year-end best of, where you can laugh your ass off in the tub or something like that. Jeff Feinberg is in studio with me, as you were on Monday for the Masters preview show. Everyone should go check out the Masters betting preview show, the Masters DraftKings pick show, both are available right now on Mayo Media Network. If you're not subscribed, you haven't hit the subscribe button on Mayo Media Network, please do that. That would go a long way into helping out the show, just like rating and reviewing the audio podcast. You look like you're like having a meltdown over here, COVID. What are you doing? I just chugged some water late. Don't worry about me. You're having a coughing fit. At least you covered up your mouth. That was very nice of you. Thank you. You ready for the Masters? I am. It feels different and weird, but all great at the same time. So if you want to hear more about the Masters, tune into the Masters shows. This is not a Masters show. I will be doing a live Masters chat at noon Eastern on Wednesday, though, on Mayo Media Network, if you want to go check that out. If you want to shop for the best props around, head over to FTN da- or FTNDaily.com and FTNBets.com. Free prop shop up there. And also on FTNDaily.com, you can find the Jeff Feinberg Show every Wednesday, every Friday, but not this Friday. Yeah, it seems like we're going to do a live... Uh, live cut sweat. Live cut sweat Friday. But Wednesday night, like Master's Eve, as I mentioned on the Master's show, I'm planning on um, Skyler and Axis and Drew and... The gang? We're just going to, yeah, I don't know, chat shit, free, ask questions, good times. I like it. So yeah, even if you don't give a shit about golf, uh, please go click on those shows so we get the extra clicks, all right? Give it a like to while you're over there. I think that's all the housekeeping I have to do. Um, Paul's behind the camera. The coin is in studio. And on the line is Tim Undergust. Tim Undergust. That's uh, not my name. 
Hello, friends. I figured you'd be more triggered about how like the Masters have split tees and they're going to try. No, not in this year. Not this year. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You can't get ball bent out of shape about that stuff. The, the new cut rule is the cut. The tees you just have to grin and bear it. The stupid new cut rule because of the circumstance you just got to grin and bear it. That's just the way it is. I mean, I don't know how it'll affect the cut show. I mean, last year's was the greatest ever when that guy took Tiger out and we were all watching it and it was like the best live show ever. So will it be as good this year? I don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. The Masters cut show was always fun and the Masters is always fun, even if it's not the most challenging tournament. It's still a lot of fun. But hold on. You respect them essentially altering the cut line for no other reason than probably to accommodate a different sport entirely? No, the cut uh, that and sunlight. I mean, I think that's a significant... Listen, in 2020... They would have found a way... I think it was more football than Sunday. Yeah, CBS okay, CBS, but, CBS is not having the Masters go into their 4 o'clock football games. Just, of course. No, no matter how high of a rating that the Masters get, if it's Tiger versus yeah. Phil in a fucking playoff, Dolphins Chargers is going to outdraw the Masters. And, and, just what yeah. Augusta knows but, that too. But Augusta if it's 60 and ties, they just, as you said, they didn't want this doomsday scenario of like 74 guys making the cut. Yeah. So 50, they can get 64, and we'll just, they'll charge forward. If this were April, April, I'd erupt. I'd erupt if this were April. But I I don't care in this year. You have to accept changes that need to be made. Otherwise, you don't get a Masters. We're lucky to have one. What if someone's Uh, wearing a hoodie? That would be offensive. I saw EVR wearing capri pants in a practice round today, and I screamed at my my screen. (laughs) He wears those every single week. You shouldn't be allowed at somewhere like Augusta or St. Andrews to, to dress like that. Someone to tell him, no, dress like a real golfer or, uh, you know, go play the Muni next door. <laughs> Did you see Sandy Lyle wearing suspenders? No. Tim's all for that. He loves suspenders. He's a fucking That's old That's a throwback man. to Enough. 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 enough, enough, enough. We'll do enough. We have Sorry. golf shows out. Sorry. NFL people don't give a shit. I just wanted to hype it up that it was there. Then you guys. Well, they can just click the link to the Shut next Shut up. <laughs> Fuck. Trying to move on, you fucking asshole. Next. Speaking of this, why don't we talk about the Monday night game then? Someone asked me not to talk about it, and I wasn't, but he's being an asshole, so let's talk about it. Oh, yeah, that's definitely definitely what happened here. You definitely were not going to talk about it, but now you decided, please. Well, you took to Twitter to victory lap how good the Jets are, how they were going to go 8-8, and and trying to draw out a map of them going to the playoffs. But here's here's my... Hold on. That's not what happened. Hold on. Here's what I want to ask you. If Flacco can put up this many points on the Patriots with all these weapons, I don't want to hear that his weapons suck anymore for poor soft soldier Sham who can't play anymore. That shows you, and I said this yesterday, and I stand by it, that that offense for the first three quarters anyway was kind of what I thought we might get from this season and that it was sort of like I said, a mirage, an oasis in the desert. Season is over. You know, things have not worked right. You saw at the start of the game talking about all the games lost to injury. That's a good receiving core. It, it still is missing something, but it's still a good receiving core. Flacco, who's washed and terrible, put up 27 points. But, of course, when it mattered, he threw a terrible interception and they couldn't move the ball into the game. I wanted that game so badly. I wanted it so badly. It's okay if we go 1-15, and we win that game. People, no true Jets fan wanted us to lose that game. If you did, you turn in your, your fan card at the door. We all wanted that W just this one time. We were primed for some revenge. We were in our primetime blacks, which we're usually pretty good luck in. We covered the spread. So I guess in some sense, we did play well. We should have won that game. 
Uh, it's just very, very frustrating to yet again have a game be yanked out from underneath you when you think you have a chance. I mean, I haven't experienced that as much this season as I have in seasons past because the team is so god awful. What about me? It sucks that it sucks that we lost. I wanted to win. Pretty much looking at the schedule, I see a chance with the Chargers. I see a chance at the end of the year with the Patriots, and that's sort of it. 0-16 is like a 50-50 proposition now, maybe even slightly better than a 50-50 proposition. And that makes my uh, my stomach turn. But it is what it is. Frustrating game. The offense at times yesterday looked electric. I mean, the Patriots don't have two-thirds of their defensive players because they've either not playing the season or are sitting out. So take that for what it's worth. But for a moment, life felt a little normal last night. To I, I saw what, what I think come 2021 when we you know we have the second most cap in the nfl coming in the next season you have the most cap every year no one wants to play for the jets we should have a couple of big free agents plus a top tier quarterback and uh yeah things could be really 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 exciting next year and that yesterday was a taste of what of what could be if things go right but in the end like like lucy with the football i'm charlie brown i tried to kick it and it got ripped away from me and i was i was like at the end of the game i was driving home and i was like why did I do this to myself again? Like they're 0 and 8. Why the hell did I get myself all hyped up for a game? But I did. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I just, I wanted it so bad. And then it all got taken away from me. And it's like, well, I guess this pain is normal. And I guess it feels normal, but I also hate it. So thank you for having us relive this memory. And let's, uh, let's now m- move forward. Well, Flacco has passed Sam Darnold on the rankings of best quarterbacks in the AFC East. I also thought it was pretty convenient that Darnold was going to play, but didn't have the guts to go into that revenge game on a Monday. No, he's night. hurt. The ghost. No, he's not. He's a fucking coward. Are you kidding me? He's hurt. No, he's not. Christian McCaffrey's going to play through the I like exact to see you same. Play professional football with his. Injury. I don't. I don't play professional football. Christian McCaffrey's going to do it. I mean, shoulder or not, I couldn't play professional <laughs> football. That's beyond the point. I don't see what the point you're trying to um, make here is. I'm not an NFL you're trying quarterback. Trying to make it sound like Sam is, is, is this marshmallow. And that's yeah, not true. He, he's, he's basically you. You guys have like no, the same body type, and you're both soft. See, I and this- he's too afraid to play against the Patriots on a Monday night game. Just facts. I'm sorry. No. In listening- you watch this time next year, we'll be in a great oh, yeah, spot. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Mark see, this word. is why li- listening to Tim speak, you'd think he was talking about a team. That was like talented but flawed, <laughs> like the Chargers. Yeah. Um, and I will say, watching Tim tweet is the reason why people enjoy his misery, but I feel legitimately like feel pain for me because he says egregious things. Like in a year from now, we'll be clinching a postseason no, spot. No, not clinching. Well, not clinching. That's not what I said. Well, it's not what I said. What'd you say? So we would take the lead in the division. That's just what I'm hoping. Same shit. It's honestly, it's all me. No, it's not. It all gets warped into the same, like, oh my God, he's doing it again. He deserves all the pain. We have offensive pieces, Jeff. You can put your head in the sand and pretend (laughs) as if those receivers aren't good. But you saw them. Joe Flacco was able to conduct them and they scored 27 points. I would like to speak for a moment. And then you say things like someone, like people try to get you going and you believe that like eight and eight is now possible or a road is there to go eight and eight. Like when you think you're winning last night's game. So people don't take you seriously and they don't feel bad for you when shit really goes off the rails. I conversely feel like I actually get sympathy from our audience. Cause I try to be far more realistic about the, the cards 
um, this is the same that I am. This dealt. is the same team coming into the year that almost every single person said was going to be the worst team in football, except for Tim who had them going fifteen now, and one. He also talks about this receiving core. He's the one with his head in the sand. It's twenty twenty, bro. Like what you have there is honestly dime a dozen. It's like what the Broncos like, have. Like look at the who build, have a bad yeah, receiving core. Like you go through every team in the league. Like I don't want to do that math, but. No, it's dime a dozen. Everyone's got two to... Th- Everyone is stretched out with weapons. It's all about matchups and weapons. Like, you didn't invent something. You're actually way behind on it. And I'm telling you, the depth of that core isn't nearly what you think it is. Yeah, when, when the, well, the best, depth when, isn't there because they keep missing games. When the best receiver on your team is like 10% better Cole Beasley, it's not great. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, all those I teams. Mean, listen, like, even... You saw it last night when that off... The, the first time ever... You talk about wanting your defense together, and yes, you have better players in your defense. I don't give a shit. Sometimes we haven't had our players together. It doesn't matter. It does matter. We haven't had our players together, and we still didn't really have them together because we didn't have Darnold in there a lot. I'm telling you. That team across the field is horrible. You guys still suck. You should have won the game. It almost felt like you're tanking it, but you're still, you're still delusional about where this team actually is. You're delusional. They're not a 2021 playoff team. They're not. Okay, fine. Because that never happens. Teams never rebound like that. You're the, right. The there. NFL allows allows me. for changeover. It does. But first overall, second overall to the playoffs. Like unless Flacco, unless Kurt Warner was coming in when Darnold got hurt, it doesn't work like that, man. I can think of numerous examples, but anyway, give give us three. Okay, Andrew Luck, the year he came into the Colts, first overall that pick. Was a, they, that was a they went team. To the playoffs. That was a RG3, team. RG3, the same season. The Redskins went to the playoffs and won the division. Two teams that were terrible that the year. The Colts were circumstantial. Uh, they were like. Goff shows up to the Rams. They make the playoffs right away that year. Like, did they? Every the way you want to cut it. No, they had Jeff Fisher and they sucked. Yeah. What are you talking first, about? Sec- okay, a second year. You're right. You're right. It was his second year. <laughs> and, and the Luck thing <laughs> right. is, I mean, the RG3 thing, I will give him on that. I one. will give him the, luck. The Luck one is just not fair. That was a good team that the. That their like, quarterback left. Yeah, it's like the yeah no. That's um, the Dolphins in 07 were one in fifteen in two thousand eight. They won the division. Like these things happen. So it happens once every seven years. My to, point is, you say it never team, happens. It does to, happen. to teams that have good cores to begin with, which the Jets don't. Yeah, I don't believe. I, yeah, of course you do. You're an idiot. Like Quinn and Williams, CJ Mosley. Those guys are guys to build around. How do you know CJ yeah. Mosley's any good? He's not even playing. Listen, I don't see what the point of arguing this is like screaming at the tide, telling it to stop coming in and coming out. Like, I don't, I'm telling you, in the AFC, I mean, granted, you get that first overall pick, your futures, oh. like long term, where I would rank the Jets in terms of the big picture AFC, like changes. But there's a lot of teams um, that are in good situations. I don't think your roster depth holds to a lot of these teams like like uh Miami Cleveland San Diego I don't we can sign San whomever Diego, we have I so much money have. yeah I mean when, when have the Jets not have a bunch of money to go sign guys who fucking suck like what are they gonna I'm do just saying. sign Le'Veon Bell to a big deal again next yeah, year? We, we have, a ton, we have which a running backs a big and free agent rece- and there are big receivers who are gonna be free agents this year so some like Kenny Galladay for example that that's gonna work out real well they can sign Beckham too. They can have Galladay and Beckham. I think he's going to be franchise Galladay, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. How about we cheer Jay? How about we cheer Tim up a little bit? 
So How do we do that? Oh yeah. Here we go. Well, we this got... is it, by the way. This yeah. is basically so... <laughs> the contest is over. This is like that scene in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory where all the gold tickets were found, but nevertheless, he opened that bar of chocolate just on the off chance maybe it's there. This is what this is right now. So Can what I... happened was I didn't realize this contest had ended. People did not tune in last week to hear about Gus crippling <laughs> McDonald's sticker monopoly addiction. Then Ripple. go back and watch that. You told us you spent over three hundred dollars this month on McDonald's. <laughs> it's only a month, and it's only three hundred bucks. Like, oh, sorry, Tim, too rich. Only three hundred bucks on McDonald's just to play in a lottery. <laughs> you might, you would have been better off just going and buying like breakers, trying to get three cherries in a row. Could've, it was fun. You could was it fun? I could have like gotten you a couple silver prisms. You'd have something to show for that three hundred today. Fair enough. I want red prisms. I don't want silver prisms. Silver prisms suck. No, they aren't red. Um, they're the red, red, red mosaics. But I want to ask him a I question. Want. In the card game, just as an example, people will, it's called sealed wax. Like they will keep a box of this year's cards, a high end box or low end, but, and they won't open it. Like they won't open it. And that in and of itself will gain value as Herbert, Burrow, Tua become. Like my Blue Jays can. Yeah, no, but you actually exactly. know what's inside. Just, just like your blue. So is this like sealed wax? Like, should we just keep this for the long haul? It's worth it no, more the, than the we contest pull. because the because the contest, you must redeem all prizes by December. And what do you think so. is about to happen here other than two like duds? No, That's I, I got people who bought into I this. <laughs> I've already raised 500 pretty- bucks of people who bought into the break <laughs> on this. So, Tim, I, you, I you, expect- you, if you want to if you do win on these and it's a lot of money you owe some people some money what's also funny or you don't get it tim's thing which he mentioned last week is he was discussed like if to me if you pull a cheeseburger off that that's a big win oh, that everything big else win. like a caught like any tim despises those but he'd rather like He's just going to get double of a piece well, of shit heard, coupon he already has. 500 bucks? Who cares? Spend it on Monopoly stuff at McDonald's. It's Tim. Anyway, what do you need, Tim? What's the big one you need? There's all, well, there's big ones in every well, just single Just give me, g- give me one. Confederation Bridge. Okay. Tunnels of Moose Jaw. Percy Rock. First one. Ready? We got Miles Canyon. I already have that. <laughs> all right. God, this one, is it. This is the last one. I have one in my pocket, Tim. Do you need Niagara? Do you need Niagara Falls? No, I got Niagara Falls. I need Chateau Frontenac for the blue. Dark blue. Sorry. Uh, this one is. I hope it's a cheeseburger. Parliament Hill. Parliament Hill. I'm pretty sure I've got Parliament. It's Hill. a brown one. Yeah, I'm gonna pull up my map here. <laughs> Did you win anything over the last month of doing this? Did you even at least get a free coffee? Out of this? <laughs> you made three hundred dollars into McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, hopefully you got something. Like you get some free McDonald's. I won a couple of free coffees, and I won a couple of free uh, cheeseburgers. But like, I don't know. I might not even bother using those. This uh, is, I, I think, one of the lowest. Oh, I have Parliament Hill. Well, Dang, it's another year. Another year, another losers. I think, <sighs> what do you think lifetime you spent on McDonald's Monopoly game stuff? Five, I have five I was more. What's no, your normal I, month into McDonald's? Like, what do you spend at McDonald's a month? Average? I might go twice. I might go twice a month on a normal. So like twenty two bucks, and yeah, you went I'd to three hundred over three hundred. It was a three hundred last week, <laughs> and you you drive around town. <laughs> 
That's a lot. I of- had to. I had to make phone calls to find out what had the stuff. And you're tweeting them. How much did you? Well, spend- yeah, I want a direct connection with them. I'm a customer. They'll talk to me. Three hundred dollars is a lot when you really think about it. Yeah. So like, if eh, you spend really. fifteen dollars per, that's twenty dollars. Or sorry, twenty yeah. visits to McDonald's over the last month, paying fifteen dollars. Like that's that's pretty. Significant. How are you working? How are you working out? Like how are you burning that McDonald's? Ninety percent of this is coffee. <laughs> I have to say, three hundred dollars in coffees, coffees and do- and DCs. So you and, like, go to like you go to your buddy's house, you bring a tray of coffees, you demand the stickers, right? Is oh, that, that's not. I how that peel works. them off. No. I peel them off. Yeah, you peel I them off before <laughs> you give them to people. I have to because you are I know so that if I don't, low. These people are will so take them low. from me because they'll. So no, 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 no. Low. no. You are the, the worst do type of person. Is because I know what they would hold. They would hold it over me, right? They well, would it would just, be theirs because you gave it to them. To, well, I haven't given it to them till the stickers. It's are their back. coffee. Oh my god! It's their the coffee is theirs. But like, no, worse like, than that I'm guy that got break. out of the drug treatment center who was trying to hit up Paul for cigarettes outside earlier. <laughs> like if I go through the drive-through on my lunch break, I'll get two coffees just to double up. Well. That's we're 20 minutes in. We should probably get to football and get away from the infinite sadness that this is likely causing people. I think this is like, honestly, to me, this is lower than a lot of things he's gone into. But participating in a popular game at a popular restaurant. Oh, yeah, it's very low. It's yeah, 150 yeah. coffees. <laughs> no, in a no, month no. Cost. Like, that's I think it's a little... just coffees. There's been several 20 packs of McNugs recently. I honestly of, yeah. don't assume people like actively participate. It's just an extra thing to there. their out. Yeah, to you know, the visit you know they're going to make. I used anyway. to love McDonald's Monopoly when I was 13. I would like try to go to McDonald's as much as possible, collect the stickers because it's what kids do. But I do. feel like when we were younger, you could get stickers on like lower end items, and now it's yes. just on the bougie McDonald's items. Except for hash browns, that's where your money is. I'll pick. A, I would get a few hash browns in the morning, going through just how, to. How that, much those are weight have you gained this month? Yeah, that's what I asked. I've actually lost three pounds this month. Are you sure? Yeah. Are, are you lying to us? No, I'm not. How much more time have you spent in the washroom this month? <laughs> I don't think I have. Because I haven't been eating a lot of McDonald's. I mean, more than usual, but not a lot more. It's the coffees. It's the drinks. If I'm thirsty, I go through and get a DC. If I want a coffee, really I'm a really expensive, uh, just need a Diet Coke. We well, already have like, at home. Once you've already sunk in $100, you might as well sink in too. And once you've sunk in two, you might as well sink in three because it's because it's only a month anyway. And you're already, you know, they're like pot odds, right? Like if you're playing a, a, a game of poker, you don't under, baby, you for, don't understand pot odds. And I'm already in for 50 and there's five hundred dollars in the pot. If I lose a pot, I've lost five fifty. if I don't play. But I've anyway. Point oh, yes. Uh, t- Tim does this. There's another person I know who would, uh, he'd come home from the casino and be like, Oh, how'd you do? He's like, oh, I lost $6,000. <laughs> I'm like, What? He's like, Yeah, I was in a pot and I got up to $6,000. And like, I, I was like, Well, how much were you in for? He's like, 20 bucks. I, I, like, I worked, lose but I have every right I to, used that to pot work when I'm in it with a guy that when you asked him, like, How do you, you want to be talking to Cam? Like, Cam, how much you lose? 10K? It's like, How? Oh, I, I flipped yeah. someone a coin for 10K. No, more like, <laughs> uh, I lost, I lost like $5,000 this weekend. What do you mean? And then he mentions like some eight game parlay. Well, how much do you put on the parlay? Like eight dollars. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, but you get what I'm saying. About no, pot yeah, odds. but what you're like, saying once is you're in for enough. I, I, feel, I, I feel like you don't understand what pot odds are. You should, so you should probably you should stop continue talking to pursue. When you should continue to pursue it. 
So at any cost, it, you continue to pursue well, if you're already No, not at any cost, but at, there is a point at which you say, okay, I might as well invest this little bit extra because it, my chances of winning are, are, are high enough that it's worth it. Yes, your per, your percentage chance in terms of relative pot odds, whatever what you need to invest more needs to match up with the probability of you winning and to make that a good bet. You playing McDonald's Monopoly where you never win is not a good thing to sunk your money into. Yeah, but I keep a close tab on how many people have uh, have won the big prizes, and there hadn't been that many, and there have been lots of pri- like tickets won. So I thought by this last week or so, my chances had gone up exponentially. You just need to find the McMillions guy. Get him to cut you in. No offense. No, that, that was great. You've picked a real nut low game to get involved <laughs> in. You'd have been better off taking that $300 into the Millie Maker this week. I'm in the Millie Maker this I mean, week. No, we- but I mean, like, that is like you're the, uh, like, the probability of, of getting anything other than than a free coffee. Yeah, and you're actually mad with a free McFlurry, which is legitimately a great score. I want to win. You did win, Paul. I mean, based on his, you know, free money teasers and stuff, I don't know if his odds of winning <laughs> any any actually legitimate games are any better than, than that, to be perfectly honest. Well, Thanks, Paul. Appreciate it. <laughs> that brings us to the recap of last week. I won the week at 500, 7 and 7, putting me two games above 500 because this year is just going so well. Uh, Jeff was 5 and 9, 64 and 68. Tim and the coin were both 6 and 8. Tim is an even 500 for the year, a game back of me. Uh, the coin was 6 and 8 as well, 59 and 73. Jeff continues to run his super lock up 7 and 2 so far this year. I fell back to 4 and 4. Tim is 2 and 7 as he is oh. on his. What? So bad at those this year. It's tough on it. I will give you some leeway on that one. It's tough to pick a winner on a Tuesday when like half the time, you know, it's like, oh, the quarterback's not playing anymore. Great. Can't However. However, you're also two and seven on free money teasers. No, I'm alive in Survivor still. You are alive in Survivor. That's true. You got a long way to go. I'm not going to lie to you. I do. But we're past the halfway point now and I've managed to navigate around a couple of landmines. So you're two and seven with the free money parlays and teasers, bringing you to eight and seventy four lifetime. Congratulations! I, I know I say this all the time, but my tease this week is a slam dunk, and like it should be illegal for me to get this tease. Are you actually are you actually going to bet it, or do you have no yes, money? Yes, I, 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 I can't. Not, I can't not. I can't not. I can't see this thing losing. You send me a I screenshot see, of the ticket after you actually. I'm recommending some. people double up. I'm going to bet it. I'm telling you right now, I don't know what it is. I'll get all it's master Sunday. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get in. But unless but it not really, as much as that guy who really put his rent check me. on my free money teaser that time. No, not quite that. I went five <laughs> and 11 by go five and nine last week, Pat. I went three and oh in prime time. Sunday was an unmitigated disaster for me. But I'm you like, hit the Feinberg teaser. I did. I, I showed discipline in my betting because I knew the board reeked but it was i was horrible i didn't know anything like sunday i was two and nine in in terms of a ats but you got the saints it's the one that mattered as i explained to tim last week the oh game he God. was most confident about was the only plus money game that he had he could have just bet that and, and i'm so won. confident i i didn't take it as my super lock because i'm a dumb dog i took it as my super lock and it I made should've. me it made me feel extra like not only was it my super lock like it, it played out like a dominating performance, so it made me feel extra locked. Thursday night, India, Tennessee. Titans favored by two, 48 and a half is the over-under. 
T.Y. Hilton might play in this game. He's trying to, at least, with his groin injury. He's yet to practice so far this week. Maybe get something in on Wednesday at this point. Is really kind of a middle-of-the-game road for the Colts. Like, they got to win this game if they want to be taken seriously. They're probably still going to make the playoffs. It's not going to be that big of a deal. But I have not been impressed by anything that they've done in, what, a month and a half? Have you? Not really, but I'll say it's more than a middle, um, however you're defining this game. They win this game, Pat. I believe they go to first place in the division because they would tie the Titans and they would now take the first leg of the tiebreaker. How many losses are the Titans? Five and three versus six and two. They Titans win. They go to six uh, six and three both with the, tight, the Colts getting that slot. Um, give me Darius Leonard. Give me the Colts here. I might make my own teaser this week. I'm not condoning one on the show, but it will probably start on Thursday with the Colts. This is going to be a close game. Uh, I wish the Titans were, I don't know. I wish I was getting the full three because I do believe the Titans should be probably being given it. But I think, I think the Colts. Uh, the coin you is just all- explain to me why I'm taking the Titans. Yeah, I should be getting the full three. Yeah, I'm taking the Titans too for almost exactly the same reason. I think the Titans are a better team. I kind of do too. I think they should grind Indianapolis down. We saw that you know, the Colts play Baltimore last week, who's a tough, physical, slow you down team in Indianapolis. The Jonathan Taylor couldn't do a thing, and their quarterback is holding them back. And I think if they lose this game, I think it's time to to, to make a change on the mini buy. I can't see Rivers starting after this. They're, week they're not going to. They they're, they're not going to bench Rivers. They're probably going to make a change if he loses this week. He's probably going to get benched. He's have, he'd he have to poorly. play poorly and lose. If he plays, because, listen, the floor is low. But if he plays his best game in a few weeks. Oh, well, sure. I agree with that. Then they're not he gonna, plays, although he had a great lose. game. Was it two weeks ago? I don't know. He was dropping dimes. But, yeah, yeah I agree. D- his, Detroit, yeah, but. He, was, he was horrible last week. Jonathan Taylor is the reason they, they lost. Yeah. They I mean, didn't cover. Stretch here. Yeah, yeah. sorry, I lost my teaser because of Jonathan yeah, Taylor. Yeah. Not not win. They the fact they didn't cover the teaser and number was it thanks was in, to Jonathan Taylor. I had it at eight and they were down eleven. And I knew before like a third and six, if they got it to fourth and one, it would really screw me because they'd have to go for it. It happened. But you can also know. say it on the other way too. Like Gus Edwards got stripped on like the three yard line when he was about to plunge in for a touchdown a yes. little bit earlier. Well, so this is the harder Colt season. It's Titans, Packers, Titans the next three weeks. They'll probably win the one in Indy. This is, is going to be – doesn't 48 and a half seem really high? Uh, like, the Colts defense is does. good. I get the Titans defense is not. Are they saying like, oh, they're not going to stop Derrick Henry? I think that is what they're trying to impute here. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to take the Titans without any confidence. I mean, according to the stats, Indy's a much better team. and I don't know that I believe that, but that's what it says. Sunday, Jacksonville at Green Bay. Oh, boy. Uh, minus 13 and a half. The Packers are favored. Luton free. Starting at quarterback again, <laughs> it looks like. 52 is the over-under. I can't get the Packers right on these big spreads. It feels like they should really cover this game. But I, well, I, I have no real lean on it, though. Like... The way you make it easy, you tease them down seven points. They're the first end of a money line tease. You get to tease them down. Yeah, but I've seen Green Bay also be favored by like 17 points at home and like lose the game by three. Yeah, but this way team. they only have to win by six and a half. Yeah, but I've seen them outright lose these type of games too. Like, yeah, they're, they're not just, they're going all to. And the for that matter, Green Bay is alive for me in Survivor, so that's why I'm playing in Survivor too. 
and you tease them down seven points. Yeah, it's a five-team, seven-point tease this week. And uh, I like Green Bay to cover that number. Jacksonville's putrid. They're as bad as the Jets. You, you could flip a coin between them. Neither team has, uh, has, has performed well this season. Like Jeff has been saying for weeks, Jacksonville is dining out on that week one win, which I think he, give him credit. He said that would happen with one of these teams this year, and it's Ben Jacksonville. At least Jacksonville I think covers this, spreads. This spread is too short, in my opinion. It should be 17. You're only getting to have to lay 13 and a half. I, I think the value is significantly on Green Bay. Give me the Packers. Here's the problem. The Packers have one of the worst run defenses in the league. If the if the Jags can stick to somewhat of the same game plan as they had last week, and it's not like Houston wasn't moving the ball all over them. They were. They were able to just say, you know what, James Robinson, go out and get me four yards of carry. I mean, that's essentially what he did. It kept the game moving along, and they, they were able to move the ball enough on the ground that they could take a shot or two. I think the Jags covered the 13 and a half. I think they have enough big play guys that when they're down by a bunch, that Luton can go full Bortles and just bring them back when they're down by 27. It's like, oh, he looks great in the fourth. Drew Locke style, almost. That I'm going to take the plus 13 and a half with Jacksonville on the road. Jacksonville will go for a fourth down that they won't get trying to keep up. Therefore, they won't match, come close to matching the scores. I'm not putting much thought in it. I'm not looking to bet it. I'm not really thrilled. It's the first game Tim mentions for his teaser that I said I would support him with <laughs> this week, but I guess I'm there with that. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers, though. Tampa Bay at Carolina. Tampa Bay favored by four on the road, coming off a very visible beatdown from the Saints. Sunday night, 50 and a half is the over-under. Carolina almost got there against the Chiefs. They needed an onside kick, or they needed to make like, a 300-yard field goal. Didn't happen. But they can th- like even in the first game with these two teams, both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson went for over 100 yards. Tampa Bay beat them, obviously. But are you worried about Tampa Bay, or is that just one of these things? Just like when Tampa Bay beat down Green Bay, and then Green Bay looks fine the next week. Is Tampa Bay just going to come out and stomp Carolina? Because I think they, they might. I have not picked Tampa Bay on this show at all much this year. I'll pick them this week, though. Whoa. It was like my self-diagnosed Tourette's really hit me there. Um, I like Tampa. I will acknowledge that I missed it last week. The books probably didn't account fair enough for McCaffrey's return. Um, and now McCaffrey's like 50-50 to play. It looks like he's going to play. Yeah, actually, But he has the same yeah. injury as Sam Darnold, which is apparently is impossible to play through. He got like well, bo- quarterback and got- running back are the same position. Of I course. mean, one guy gets hit and the other guy doesn't. You know what? I actually saw the play that McCaffrey got hurt. I was, uh, it was kind of like the same body slam takedown that, that Darnold got hurt on a few and weeks ago. And then McCaffrey came back into the game. Uh, yeah. He's a yeah. running back. He doesn't have to throw. Uh, uh, I look forward to betting Caroline in the future, but this is a spot game for the Bucs after being embarrassed on primetime. The thing is, it seems so short, like only four and a half. You'd figure it'd be larger, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, but Carolina, Carolina looked cool. The Carolina, it was like a, one team got dominated, and in a betting public size, Carolina won. They lost to the Chiefs by, what, a point? Two. That's and a, Tampa barely climbed over the finish line against the Giants on Monday night, too. Like, that's two games in a row that Tampa's played mm. in spotlight, and Tampa has come up short. And not to sound like a dud, the, the Chargers could have whooped Tampa. They suck. Carolina beat the Chargers. Like, I don't, like, there's when a they lot crushed of the Raiders, A's the Raiders didn't have an offensive line. There's a lot of, like, A's to B to C that could say, I don't know, Carolina can hang with these guys. I think we get a, a 
some toy explosion from Tampa this week. Right? Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I'm taking Tampa Bay, too. And I assume, Tim, your Super Bowl pick you're taking? Yeah, clean sweep. I certainly can't back away from him yet. Yeah, the coin is taking Carolina. Home dog, though, in, in division. Could be a three-point game. Who knows? Is Antonio Brown going to do anything this week? Probably. Probably not. Yeah, no, probably. It's a good way to get him going. It yeah. Seems. And why can't DJ Moore, like, I w- why can DJ Moore get the ball? Because they are giving it to Curtis Samuel. Apparently, there's like a weird split that whenever Russell Okung has played this season, DJ Moore has gone off. Also, I think that Teddy Bridgewater has covered over 70% of his games in his career. Makes sense, because wasn't he on really that good. Vikings team that yeah. you, he started his career as like an 80% cover rate? <laughs> Teddy is really, really, really good. He is it's a lot better. Fact. He throws a better ball than I gave him credit for, and I really besmirched, like, I don't know whether it was just a guy trying to make headlines, but there were a couple, like, charger-sniffing Teddy Bridgewater free agency stories that I, like, were was repulsed by. I mean, he would have been better than Tyrod. They had to spend all that money on Parham. Parham, your guy. (laughs) Philly at the Giants. I can see we're just motoring through this to get to the main event. (laughs) Giants are three and a half point dogs at home with Philly coming off the bye week, who's not been good coming off the bye week since Doug Peterson's been their head coach. I believe they're 0-3 against the spread. 44 is the over-under. We saw this game a few weeks ago, and the Giants should have won. It didn't. Mm-hmm. Daniel right. Jones got knocked down by the wind, not the soccer team, the actual physical wind. No hands. <laughs> You're not the goalie. <laughs> I, I, Philly it seems like they're getting everyone back, except for Deshaun Jackson, but like they're getting healthier. The week off really seemed to do them well. Like Miles Sanders could be back. Alshon could be back. Reger came back the week before. Ertz is still on IR, but it's another week to get Goddard going. Maybe the offensive line gets some help. The Giants have looked good the last two weeks. Who? What's the Giants' record? Two and something two and, and six in the last three beat, weeks and so, they so they're half game, Eagles so they're half game out of the, the division box? sorry stop let me make my point they they're two and six and their two wins are against one team yes who are they playing this week Not a different team. team i'm gonna take the eagles yeah but it doesn't mean they can't cover the the three the, these games these two teams usually play very close games i like the yeah. eagles they should have beat the eagles they should have beaten the buccaneers they beat washington twice they were you know in a very tight game with the Rams of memory serves. The Giants are two and six, and they're not great, but they're not like atrocious, despite their record being atrocious. And the Eagles, while being three, four, and one, are not as good as their record. Anyway, the Giants are on the teaser. We're going to get it through all kinds of key numbers to get them up to 10 and a half. I expect this to be a close game, and either which way you want to pick it, you know, straight up, I, I, I can support. Uh, but we're definitely going to play the Giants here at home, divisional game. You get to play with 10 and a half points. Yeah, lock it in. I'm going to take the Giants plus three and a half as well. The coin's with you, though, Jeff. Philadelphia coming off the bye. Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. This game is currently off the board at time of recording because Ben Roethlisberger is now in COVID protocol, a lot like Matthew Stafford was last week. So if you test negative like every day up until Saturday, he can play on Sunday. They expect him to play on Sunday right now unless he ends up with a positive test. So I'm going to take the line from last night. This is the Ben Roethlisberger line. It's minus 7.5, Pittsburgh at home. 47.5 is was the over-under. Again, you can't find this right now. Are we going to see... Have we got, like, the Steelers explosion game yet this year? We haven't, have we? Like the Ben, I'm going to throw for six touchdowns, that type of I'm game? I'm not certain that it's in them. 
Didn't like the was the Claypool four touchdown game count or no? Who was that against? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Was it against the Jets? Did they play the Jets? Seems, no. It seems like something happened to the Jets. Against the Bengals? No, they haven't played. This is the first game against the Bengals. Browns made the spread seems the spread seems high. Could have been against the Browns when they won thirty eight to seven. That's probably what it was. Yeah, I think it, the yeah. spread is high. They have been living dangerously for three straight weeks. Should have lost to the Titans. Bengals save, getting save a little healthier, The last right? three weeks. What do you mean you the say they, th- when you say they should have lost to the Titans? You mean the game they were winning by like 28 They could have. Okay, let me revise. <laughs> They've won the last three games at the gun uh, with th- uh, three things going their way at the gun. So, like, they remind me much of, like, Seattle looked earlier in the year, Buffalo, that they're sort of living a charmed life and that sooner or later their sloppiness is going to catch up with them. Not going to say it's going to happen this week, but the Steelers, I think, are more apt to have a complete flat game than they are to have a big offensive explosion against the Bengals. So I'm taking the Bengals against the number, <clears throat> pardon me, of seven and a half. I think the money line is live. Uh, I'm not going to tease it up only because I, I've been getting Pittsburgh wrong enough, and plus I can't tease a game that isn't on the board, so I can't do that either. Uh, so for all that, all those reasons, I'm going to take the, the Bengals. I think the number is too high, and I think that Pittsburgh is – I mean, you can't say an 0-8 team is fraudulent because that's not fair because they're not. 8-0. But, like – You're thinking of the Jets. But if it's them and the Chiefs in the playoffs, you're out of your mind to take Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's D is the thing that's you know, the best unit in this game and has been the best unit all season long. Like, Should they have sure. lost – should they have lost to Dallas? It just seemed like they were coasting the entire time. Yeah. Coasting because they're get, – well, whatever, right? The fact of the matter is the game ended at the goal line, as it did with Baltimore, as it did with Tennessee. Like, you can't keep winning games like that over and over. Sooner or later, you get bitten. What about if you keep losing games like that? Are you supposed to get one? Just well, a, just asking. asking, yes. just, asking yes. just asking. Yes, you are. Yes, I'm going to take the Bengals. So it's a round of Bengals, I think, coin included? I think when this goes off, it's like six and a half. If you break down the Bengals' losses, they play pretty close. This is the one game you mentioned, like Pittsburgh, that defense amazing. Could Burrow like backdoor this? Could just as likely end in a pick six the other way. This is the first meeting, you say? Yeah. See, that scares me because I believe there's a brand in the AFC North that doesn't really exist other where other places. Now, this is just anti Burrow nonsense now. This is where we're going. This is campaigning. Well, they, <laughs> who bet the Bengals the last game they won? Who? <laughs> Bet the doll. Who picked the there's Dolphins no, there's no last need, week? There's no need to do any campaigning because Herbert might have to concede if he loses this week. There's no – listen, you can say whatever you want. Count I all got, the games. Count all the games. I got, Only I got, valid games count. I got a future that I'll take I, – I could get out of any time. But you're not going to get out of it, so it has to win. No, I could <laughs> that's, buy – that's, that's the point. You're not, you not going to hedge it. out of it. You're going to ride no, it No, if they wins. go to, like, the, 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 the offseason and it's, like, a pick or something, I would probably get out of it. I got a lot on it, but I can be patient. So that's a winner. You can't even – trying to throw that in my face, honestly, the people see through that. Now, I'm not anti-Joe Burrow. I picked Tua to win last week. I thought I thought you only picked him to win so it could enhance Herbert's rookie no, but you when could, he beats him this week. You could see the messages to even one of the people I talk about that is a rival Dolphin fan, like a good friend of mine. I'm like, I don't buy everyone's loving Arizona this week. I don't buy that one Iota. Arizona last seen in primetime beating Seattle. 
and the spread is like moving. Like people are just throwing on Arizona. I was not there. And they didn't factor in that Tua just, like I said last wins, week, just ins- wins, inspires right? his teammates to be great. I got Burrow Tua. Let's all be great. Let's all let's all revamp doormats. <laughs> I'm not holding anything. This is the guy that's still like holding a war. He's Trump. He's still trying to win an election. He lost two years ago. In terms of ranking his quarterback class. I was thinking about that the other day. But do I you do, think, do you think that Darnold and Baker aren't good because Tim wanted Baker to begin with? <laughs> and that cursed him to begin with. And then he got on to Darnold and then that cursed him. What about him. Rosen? And Rosen's your guy. Look at how I felt, I feel, felt about Phillip Rivers. And he was the third most successful quarterback of his class. And look how I fell in love with him. Maybe just like losers. I like Tony Finau. You love losers. And Ricky. So yeah, that's part both, of it. Aren't they both Ricky? Big and little? They're both Ricky. Um, where was I? You were you were taking shots at Joe Burrow before I no, added to the I people. Wasn't. This was campaigning for no. that RO uh, uh, Rookie of the Year My award. point being is like, uh, as long as Herbert is good, everyone's fine by me. I'm not engaged in some battle. For the purposes of this year and a 16 to 1 future, would I like to come out on top? Of course. But I got these cards, Pat. They just sit in a drawer now. Like, at least Pokemons you could play with. <laughs> like, as a joke, I messaged my buddy who's like hardcore deep into cards. I'm like, so now what? What kind of cards? Magic the Gathering? No, like sport. Like the the sports cards. Yeah, what do you what do you do with them? Yeah, so I mean, like so now so I collected them, I hunted them, I received them, I took a picture of them. Now what? <laughs> you like sports and you don't care who knows. <laughs> so it's a round of Cincinnati for us? Yes, but yeah. I do believe I do believe that's like a the, the AFC North there's like a rivalry thing that exists that doesn't exist with other divisions, really. I believe that. I believe that. You could tell me that's an anti burrow take, but I believe that you just as a whole. You like have a super pack against Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. And probably two <laughs> at this point. Got to divvy up the money a little bit. Hit, hit those different states. You can't you focus got- all your attention on the one state. He's going to leave Tua all the way. Undefeated Tua. Listen, Joe Burrow's a, a star. <laughs> and Tua has been in everyone gets graded on a curve Tua got more time he got to practice he got to feel it more but anyone just trying to say I haven't seen something yet because like we haven't seen plays like we were supposed to tank for this guy why haven't I seen it he just out Kyler Murray on the road in his second start like that's all well, you need you can't say that you don't want to get Tim too ginned up this early in the show no, but Tim's I, Tim's hate was seething on Sunday for Tua. <laughs> okay, we'll get there. But I am not uh, I, twenty-eight passes. Yeah, I don't like parting the red sea. I need to. I need to toss down this. Throw uh, buckets of cold water on this because I can't let that grow. I, I mean, do are acknowledge- Dolphins fans breathing easily now, or are they still not breathing easily? Because I mean, that was your statement, not mine. There's no doubt they 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 were like watching Herbert tear it up, and they'll see firsthand. And he didn't look like there's still questions about Tua, but if the team is great, a game manager is fine. If they have a great coach. That's all he is. He's a game manager. 
If they have a great coach and a great defense, he doesn't need to do. He doesn't need to carry a team like Justin Herbert does at the moment. He's not carrying, and Joe them. He's only carrying them to losses. Sure, but you know what I mean, like carrying them to competing in the game. He's carrying your fantasy team. Sure, but the same, is he the fantasy guy? The same way is he jo- the Sean Marion of football. Get out of town. The same way, like Joe, like I'm just saying, it's different. Like there is a healthy, complete, well coached team in Miami that the units are stepping up for him for. And I'm cheer. I want everyone to be good as long as Herbert's good. But if Herbert's bad, you don't want them to be good. Well, it's different because I didn't get a pick. <laughs> like it's different when you get left the pick than when you make a pick and pass someone over. I I'm out there, Pat. I'm in this world. I speak like I'm doing hits in Chicago. Bear fan, they're so jealous of what I have. They're so jealous. They're like, we watched, I watched that, and it's like, wow, wow. That's because they went to the podium first and they effed up. This this has like the makings of a people say, insert your quote. Are people really saying this to you? Yeah. Or are you just like conjuring this no i'm not if you don't if someone says hey the chargers look pretty good you take that as my team sucks herbert's the best no it's bears fan on chicago radio being uh, like watching how the chargers executed a draft pick makes me sad executed as in took the guy that they were left yes but if you read (laughs) yes but hold on (laughs) because See, now you laugh. You pretend like I don't read into this stuff, and especially this week, it's gotten attention. It's been deep-dived by some people. The Chargers on the outside of the deep-dive were uh, apparently, and it's easy to say after the fact, were unequivocally convinced Miami was taking Tua. Now, they could like they could say whatever they want. They would have taken Tua if Miami took Herbert. But they didn't feel, they said they didn't feel a need to trade up because they felt that they knew exactly how it was going to play out. It's easy to say that, but this is something that could be talked about because it's a fun game, and we'll get to it later. And 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 the Bengals play the Dolphins later too this year. Ooh, that could be the game, Paul. For rookie wondering, of the year, wonder, right? Because Herbert will have zero wins. Exactly. Just wondering if any uh, Herbert prisms will be up for for offer against uh, for bringing out the injury cart against Tua this this week. No, but nothing, I was thinking available. if Rovell goes People down this weekend, I'll put one up for auction. If someone just takes out Rovell. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he slips. It's not icy yet, though. I'm sure it's cold in some places. Not here, for example. It snowed. I freaked out because it snowed. And then all of a sudden, it's been like balmy middle of the no, summer. No, no, no. It's so like not even close. Tua is, is come on. He's a he's a he's a great person, a leader. I got no and a quality beef. game manager, according to you. At the moment, that's what he's shown. But 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 I'm a guy that. I, I agree with you. I have I a you. no, but I have a patient approach. You're saying he's a game manager after two games, therefore he's a game manager forever. You're insane to say that. I'm saying that's what we've seen, and people who are like, I haven't seen like plays worthy of a guy to tank over. I say you got to just chill. That's my point. You're drawing. Yeah, maybe he'll look good eventually. Yeah, right. <laughs> Houston <laughs> at <laughs> Cleveland. We still got that game to come up. Uh, the Browns are favored by three and a half at home. 52 and a half is the over under the Browns are coming off the bye. We don't know if Baker Mayfield is going to play this week as he too is in the COVID protocol. So we might get case Keenum. I don't really think it matters either way. The big thing for the Browns, 
So defense appears to be at full health for the first time all year. And Nick Chubb is back. Give me the Browns here. The Browns smashed the Texans. Come on. Party, party with you here. I don't know if we've yep. been I don't know if we've been on the same side except the oh no, there's been some consensus. I I like the Browns. The Browns um off a of bye. Texans they got backdoored by Loughton, and you're you're hoping he can do the same to the Packers. Um, sure, but this the, week. the Texans are also what one and seven against the spread. Like they're bad. Yeah, they're yeah, bad yeah. Team, and they have like the worst run defense in the league. And when Cleveland actually wins games and looks good, it's because they run the ball fifty-five times down your throat. It's true. And the last time we saw Cleveland, it was like the windstorm game versus the Raiders. Yeah, I really love the comeback versus the Bengals without Odell and Baker spread the ball around. I believe playing the Texans allows them to be able to do that. And if Roby doesn't play for the Texans, who's not only their probably best defensive back, but he has graded out as one of the better ones in the league this year, one of the lone bright spots on the Houston defense. Yeah, but here's the joke. Who's he going to cover? Jarvis Landry, who can't catch? Well, yeah, that goes to your point. <laughs> that always works in favor of an offense like Cleveland's. Take out Jarvis Landry, who gives a shit. Yeah. So, Tim, it's they a round of Cleveland's, make- except for you. No, no, I'll take the Browns here. I guess well said. The Browns be, are a bad team that beat terrible teams. And, uh, well, the Texans seem to be that. I never said the Browns are a bad team. You are the only one of the three of us that. I inf- think they're a bad team. I think they're a team that if they get into the playoffs are going to be ripped apart in as a seven seed. Right? There's like, a I, lot I, of seven I, seeds I think, that might get ripped I, apart. And I think it's also really dependent on who they play. <clears throat> I think there are some good matchups for them just because they have the one elite thing where they can... And their defense should be much better than it's been. And now that they're all all healthy, it could look good all of a sudden. If your combination is great defense and running the ball, now you're just the Ravens. Tim Tim is being very disingenuous. when When they played the Steelers, the Ravens, and the Raiders, they scored six points, seven points, six points. Wake me up when they beat a good team by a lot of points. You're being I'm sorry. You're being disingenuous because if it's the Dolphins getting the seventh seed, you're thinking they'll get pape smeared also. Yes, I don't think the Dolphins are that good of a team. But either, someone's going to get the seventh seed. Is sort of my point, and they're going to play a I two seed that. that they're going to be. A, yeah, like <laughs> if the Raiders get the seventh seed, they probably get waxed in the first no, round. No, I think the Raiders could actually hang with people. We saw, we've seen that. We've seen them beat good teams and hang with other teams. Like they beat the Chiefs for heaven's sake. So, no, I actually think the Raiders were cut above a team like the Browns, for example. And they, and they beat them when the last time they played. So Browns I, I have a hard schedule coming up. Yeah, the Browns have one. I actually looked at Atlanta's schedule earlier Easy. today. Oh, no. They got Tampa. The Browns? Tw- the, Atlanta has the, the Bucks twice, the Saints twice, Green Bay. Well, it's good for Saints fantasy guys. Yeah. I don't this. think the Browns schedule is that hard. No, they, they, have, have, they have a really easy schedule. All the Texans, AFC North has Eagles, an easy schedule. Texans, Eagles, Jaguars, Titans, Ravens. Oh, that's tough. Giants, Jets, Steelers. Like uh, okay. they need to get to Maybe nine. Nine's the magic number, and they're already at five. Like that, that, that it's there for them if they want it. They, they they're uh, actually a great team to pick up in fantasy if you're good right now as a defense because they get Jets, Giants in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, agreed. So yeah, round of Cleveland. Uh, this next game again, we don't know if Matthew Stafford is playing or not, but it looks like Alex Smith will start for Washington. So Washington at Detroit. Detroit's favored by four, but the total is off the board, which I don't think I've ever seen before. That they're listing the spread for the game, but there is no over under. I've never seen. I are they telling me that they think that Matthew Stafford and Chase Daniel are the same person? 
are they did it literally go off the board for eight seconds while you like collected the information? Because it's weird that we, we it's been that way on DraftKings Sportsbook pretty much all day. Yeah, I don't I, I have no idea what to make of that. I'm gonna take the Lions. I'm gonna take the Washingtons. I just think Washington's D plays really well against this sort of front. You can get to Stafford or Chase Daniel, whoever it might be. That front seven is very good pass defense. It's not like the Lions are going to run all over you. Uh, and I think that, you know, prevent Alex Smith from throwing three picks. He didn't look horrible, but it's just going to be a dink and dunk tight. This, this, I don't know if Washington wins outright, but they lose by a field goal. It just feels like one of those games to me. I'll play Detroit for the reason Jeff said. I literally just said I'm playing the Lions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it sounds exactly. good. I have no, no. Conf- um, I have no confidence in it. Um, my only thing is, a couple weeks ago, this team was like a pick 'em versus the Colts, and then people like them versus Minnesota. Like, I, I, I've had a good gauge, I think, on Detroit this year. I like them to actually uh, come through here, though. No, no goal. Yeah, I don't trust stuff. Washington. Well, you don't trust them to what? To win or cover or play good in any game, even though they have two wins. I don't trust them. Yeah, the one thing I do worry about is that they do get down by too much and they just concede with three minutes left in the game like they did earlier. They'll do that. Yeah. They have all their timeouts in their pocket. Yeah, they, they just like the Jets did against the Chiefs. Yeah, well, that's a terrible team. I'm the Poorly only one coached. taking Washington here? Like, imagine giving the ball to Frank Gore, who's a 5,000 years you, old. You love Frank Gore. You were so pumped when you got they signed Pirine, who needs touches. And when you've got... Mims, who, when you get him the ball, looks like a world beater, but you're not getting enough touches because God forbid you not give Frank Gore the ball as many times as you possibly can so that you can set up a punt on the 38-yard line uh, when you're 0-8. It's a really well-coached team you got. That, that's really smart, real real genius. Thanks, Peyton. Appreciate it, man. You don't know what you're talking about. Maybe that's why you don't have a job in the NFL. Nobody trusts you. So you're blaming Peyton Manning for not the blaming Jets' lack of him. success. The decision to listen to Peyton Manning is the Jets' fault. But Peyton doesn't know what he's talking about, Maybe he was which just, I guess I shouldn't have been surprised about. Maybe he was just trolling the New York Jets. Maybe, you know what? Maybe. Then he got us. Ha, 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 ha. Enjoy not doing TV because no one actually really wants you. Actually, everybody wants him. Oh, yeah, sure. That's all. It's a bit he's nonsense. turned no. down like Romo money without even doing a game. Yeah, that, I don't believe it. And I don't care. And he's likely to just do what Elway does and be a president of a team one day. And he already got his coaching mulligan. Like he already got that mulligan out of the way for you guys. Great. Oh, what a genius. He's great. Yeah. I you know what? Well, why- he screwed my team over. So I'm sorry if I don't have any sympathy for the guy. Sorry. You mean by screwed his team over? Like was it beating you in the playoffs to go to the Super Bowl? But didn't your. Well, we beat him in the playoffs too. Yeah, but not, not to go to the Super Bowl. Didn't your owners... Off, in fact, we beat him more often than he beat us in the playoffs, but for all things being... How many times did they play in the AFC Championship game? Just once. And but who won? We also beat... They did, but we beat them. We beat him twice. Yeah, that doesn't make That's, a difference. Like who, won the Super, who won the Super Bowl that year? New Orleans. Oh yeah, that's what right. if the Jets can't do anything because they're just owned by creditors after Johnson & Johnson goes <laughs> down from the, like the baby powder lawsuits? Then we have to wait like the Mets and for God knows how many years till a rich billionaire buys us. Now, guess what? You would you would might be surprised at this, Jeff. As soon as Cohen bought the Mets, Tim said, watch out for the Mets next year. <laughs> I think they could be special in 2021. I'm just saying. How many years in a row will that have made that you've picked the Mets? 
I don't know. I pick them too often for a team I don't cheer for, but I just think they're think they're good. Brings us to the midway point of the show. I feel like we got the cuss corner out of the way pretty early. The beginning of the show is essentially the cuss corner, so I don't want to waste too much time on yeah, this. Yeah, but he's but probably got something. No, oh, I mean, I don't know if Tim has something or not, but uh, as it was revealed before the show on my text thread, is that are there classes you can take to learn how to do what adults should do? Because we want to enroll Tim in that. Tim is looking to buy a home. And he didn't realize that when you buy a home, you can get a realtor to help you buy the home. No. What? I thought realtors were for selling homes, not for buying homes. Because, <laughs> you know, you see the signs on people's homes, like, so, you know, they're selling it with a realtor. Okay, that's what realtors are for. didn't occur to me that you would hire a realtor. Are you a, a baby home. bird? No, I just have never bought a home before. I understand so, not buying, like. I don't quite know the processes. I'm just going to plead ignorance. I don't know. So how long have you been looking to buy a house for now then? Though? For, a few, for several months. I'm just looking, looking in a casual way. I'm, I, I'm being patient. but I mean, I you could quite... save yourself a lot of money, but you're not an expert at this. So it's probably better to get the counsel of, well, of like, someone who knows the comps in the neighborhood and the, what The comps in the neighborhood for. or just know how to find listings. Think about how bad Tim is at the internet. You think he's finding all the listings? Well, I bet you it's just him driving around town looking, <laughs> looking for, for like open house yard signs. <laughs> yeah, no, just... no, I'm not that. I'm not that stupid. Come yeah, he, he, went, he went to the corner store and he got one of those books that they have for free <laughs> that have all the new homes in them haven't you no i didn't do that nor did i go to the community cork boards to look at the homes and tear the piece of paper off to call back but it, it was revealed that he said he couldn't book an open house or try to get any sort of open house then someone asked him, like doesn't your realtor hook that up for you he's like what do you mean <laughs> yeah I, I honest to my hand to god i thought the job of a realtor was predominantly to sell the home not to buy the home. I mean, I've watched those million dollar listings where people have like advisors to help them buy a home. But first, those are incredibly wealthy people who have things to do, who hire people for all kinds of things to do things that the average person does for themselves. So I didn't put any stock in. Maybe I'm just being completely ignorant. And that's, so he that's watched, the case, he just assumed they're personal assistants. Yes. Like, yeah, exactly. Or that somebody they hired to do a job. Not that, like, that, that, not that the common man does that. But apparently they do, and I learned that, and I'm open and willing for suggestions. I don't know why it's why it's funny. I know better now. I'm like, it's one you're, of those you're, like you're approaching forty, Tim. It's also a very common thing for someone in their forties, like in their social circle, to know like a friend or friend's wife or like somebody who I, the, I themselves is themselves an actual real estate agent. My wife and I were thinking about giving up our careers and becoming real estate agents, if only that we could get our poster and put it around town of us going back to back like this. <laughs> Seems yeah, pretty I cool. Those people. Principally sold homes, not purchased homes. Uh, I have a realtor here and a realtor where Tim lives, where I'm looking for a home right now. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Can I ask you a question? Because I had a question I wanted to ask you specifically. Me or Jeff? You. Okay. Because this is something that came up Tuesday that you were following very closely. And I don't know if you had a chance to discuss it, but I don't. I, I want to ask you what went on because I don't quite understand it. What in the name of God was happening with the odds on Tuesday night? Okay, so here's what I... You were following it very closely, and I kind of want you to give a... to, to dilate on what happened. So here was the problem, and Paul kind of articulated it to me when we were talking about it. Uh, so there was a very sharp way that you could have played this, because, I mean, Paul, you can even chime in on this, that you didn't know that Pennsylvania was counting its votes, its mail-in ballots, after the polls had closed, correct? 
Correct. So there was the state, like, it feels like they could have done a better job of articulating when the mail-in ballots were going to be counted. Because I think a lot of people just thought that they were going to be counted right away. Because they were counted right away in some states, or they have been previously counted, and they were just immediately thrown onto the total. So when it looked yes. like Trump was running away with some of these like swing states, oh, like he wins Florida, like yeah, you expect him to win Florida. Like there was the the pipe dream of, I mean, I had him, I had money on Biden to win Texas and Georgia. One paid two fifty, one paid two hundred. So you know, plus two hundred ended up paying. That was nice, but at the same time, like. Even the live odds of the state by state as we got deeper into the night, even when the odds started swinging back towards Biden, Pennsylvania, Biden was still like plus 220 midway through the night. Georgia, he was like plus 200. And in Wisconsin and in Michigan for a while before everyone kind of figured out what was going on, I was like, oh, these late ballots are coming in. They're all Biden. And then everything switched. But I think what happened to the books, and some people got caught like, I think it's 16 happening all over again. Yeah, well, yeah they, when it got to minus 775, I went, but it didn't, though. But that I, was okay. the thing. Like, I was tracking okay. the odds. You can follow me posting, okay. like, when the odds started going up. And yes. it going, like, I think, like, my bookie listed at minus 800 at one point. And people were like, oh my God, they had Trump at, like, I think minus 500 was, like, really because. The books are, I mean, not, the books aren't, they're trying to take your money for one thing, but they do want to balance it out. Yeah. Once it got to, like, Minus 200, minus 225. They just don't want to take any more Trump money. Everyone just started betting Trump. Okay. They thought it's all happening again. And then people just started pounding it, pounding it. And then people just waited. Like our friend got it at plus 300 for Biden. I got it at plus 150 for Biden. Just like when I just took an overall like look at what was going on here. It's like, oh, Biden's going to win. I kept advising I, calm to our friends on that thread the whole you, night. Like, you he did. was advising minus, calm to me also in a personal like Tim. Like, tell like, me what's going on here. Are you nervous yet? And then Tim was like, no. Like Tim was undeterred. And then I thought it was just Tim maybe being stubborn because I got to say, as someone who isn't politically savvy, but loves election season, you're seeing this thing. It's like, oh my God, in 2016, Trump became the favorite at 950. Tonight, Trump became the favorite at like 925. You're like, holy shit. It feels the same. My wife's like, ah! Yeah, but my wife had to turn it off. I was yeah! like, oh, this is great. And all this stuff. But literally in you talking, I thought of something. What literally happened, and I don't even understand the sport that well, but it seemed like the voting tabulation was literally like Trump was playing cricket. He was the only one batting, and you get your full right. turn to bat, yeah. but Biden still gets his full turn to get his, like, 30 outs or whatever, however cricket He gets his works. three days to go hit. Yeah, he gets his three days to hit, but everyone thought this was, like, happening like an equal game simultaneously. I actually think it's a pretty good analogy, and then yeah, and that doesn't that doesn't excuse the polls, which were incredibly wrong again. Well, the poll, the polls seemed really wrong in Florida, but everywhere else they well, they were like within the in, mar- the margin of error, no, weren't they? You don't get you know, margin of errors apply to a single poll. You don't get to apply margin of errors the same way to an aggregate of polls. Not quite the same thing, and they all missed in the same direction again. So the the polling was by and large quite terrible, and less excusable this time because four years ago they didn't know the mistakes we're making they were supposed to fix them and i got got it wrong again so there, there is sort of a cry and that's why there's a crisis of numbers on tuesday night you had the betting side stuff which i know you were following and i was very interested in and how can all these people with money who seem to be kind of smart and savvy be misunderstanding the circumstances so badly but at the same time the pollsters and the aggregators were getting it really wrong too and so i was like 
what is going on here? What can I trust? What can I not trust? Well, like, I trusted my own gut, which is I thought it would be fine. But I'm looking at all these numbers flying around from groups and people I respect. And I'm like, what in the name of heavens is going on here? Well, it, it's hard to really kill the aggregators for it because they're not actual pollsters. Like, I agree. They're not the ones administering not, the polls. They're, they're no, the greater the, sin is the pollsters. Yeah, they're trusting that the pollsters would actually have done their job properly. And I'm sure that they did adjust. They just adjusted incorrectly <clears> or not enough or they need to figure out a new way. Because we even talked about it, I think, two weeks ago. That like the, Yeah. Who are they polling? People that you can phone on a landline? Like That's not really helping you, is it? No, the important thing is the miss wasn't random. The miss was in the exact same direction in almost every state. That tells you something, that there was something systematically wrong again. Well, okay, well, I mean, this all kind of boils down to Trump and probably people not wanting, because just because you get mocked publicly for being a Trump supporter. Uh, maybe it happened in the midterms, too, in some of these states, but maybe like, that's because he was the president. In a lot of places that people didn't want to admit that they were doing it. Do you think that these polling errors, because the only reason I ask this, and maybe I'll ask my friend who's like big into this, is that polling in almost every other country over the past like five years has been really, really accurate. Yeah. It's only it's the United po- States that seems off. That's a great point. Like almost, yeah, it may like, just almost like wasn't America. Bre- Brexit was bad, but that was pre-Trump. That right? was pre-Trump, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. Si- basically since Trump has been elected, polling and like even like riding by riding. Look at how accurate the polling was in Canada during the last election, Tim. Like it was yeah, dead on. Pretty- it missed a little bit on the overall vote total, but it was still pretty sound. But like riding by riding, I think it was like 98% or something like that. Yeah, same was, as it was, same it was, as in Britain, same as New sound. Zealand, same as Australia. Like it just seems there, there has to be a Trump effect on all of this. And that's it why it's be, so or just a media Or just a media effect of trying to make people. Plus the United States, political culture is just really different. This is what American exceptionalism means. It doesn't mean it's better or worse. American exceptionalism means they're exceptional in the sense that they're just different. They're like nowhere else. And their political culture is like no other political culture. They buck trends at every turn. And that's what we're seeing here. Uh, and at least that's my interpretation of it from like a political science point of view is that this is the American political culture showing that they are not easily definable as just amongst those amongst in the West, that they're, they're a unique character unto themselves. And it may be that for a while, we can't really poll uh, certain things in the United States, or if we do poll, we can't then say the, the purpose of these polls is to tell us who's going to win or what the result's going to be. That may not be an option available to us. It may just give us a general sense of what may be happening at that moment in time, kind of. And we just have to sort of accept that messy confusion for the time being. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I, I, I'm comfortable with things not being clear and cut and dried with that sense. But I think the point is well made that America is different. And the reason is that their political culture is unlike any other. Well, I'm, I'm curious. I didn't look at any of the like French election. Were the French election polling way off? Because they're what? No, the only Macron other... was supposed to win. He was supposed to win. But like, who was it? La, La Pen is muddier. Wasn't that the other one? Yeah, M- M- Marine Le Pen might have. People thought maybe she had a chance to win on the first ballot. But like with some U.S. states in France, you go to a runoff if you don't win. 50%. Well, well, see, that that's the thing. Like the, the French political system is set up the most like the American one, right? Like well, they, they both have presidential systems where everyone yes, has basically has agreed. I mean, France is a is a weirdly weird duck in some ways, but but because they have cohabitation that we don't have in the same way. But yes, absolutely, theirs is more American than it is parliamentary. So I would think that they would probably have the biggest crossover there because in every maybe. maybe that's the thing when you have a name at the top of the ticket and that can affect what happens in each of the states. And like we saw that people went to go vote against Trump 
who were Republicans and still just voted Republican all the way to the rest down the list. Yeah. So the GOP pick, are going to pick up seven or eight seats in the House. They're going to hold the Senate. It looks like like if if Trump just carried the vote that down ticket Republicans got, he would have won the election. There was a lot of people who said not. I don't want him, but I don't hold his party responsible for him. That's what we saw last Tuesday. Well, I don't but know for a it, while. The, I don't, the betters thought, oh, no, the, they were giving a big endorsement to Trump. You see, I don't necessarily know if it was the betters. I think it was like the I really. I, I wonder if we'll ever know the handle that 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 came in on well, Trump. All, all, all the handle that came in pre-election and then the biggest bets that were made during the election were all on Biden. Like all the sharp Which people believe, bet Biden at like plus 300. But I assume for the, the line to move to even minus 500, like there had to have been so much smoke coming I, in on Biden. I feel like they're not big bets. So I, I, had, I think it was a lot like the Floyd Mayweather-Conor McGregor fight where all, everyone who was like betting large all bet on Floyd Mayweather. But just the amount of bets coming in on Conor McGregor at a small volume ended up just winning the day. Right. Except- there were so many of them. Except if it was in the middle of the fourth round and people saw the first three rounds and threw all their money behind uh, McGregor. But, but that's not actually the case, though, because people didn't know. What, if you're watching a boxing match, you can pretty much tell who's winning and who's not winning. In this election, it didn't seem like. And this is a pretty good point, because, Jeff, you kind of pointed this out. Like, you didn't really know what was going on. And like when you go to Twitter to figure out what's going on, everyone's a fucking expert. Turns out they don't. Fucking and they're know just anything. and they're lighting their hair on fire and screaming around in a circle. Yeah. It turns out no, no one really knew what was going on, except for like people who actually like you, Tim. I will give you credit. Yes, on the, this. people who are political scientists who had been focusing on how this was going to go. I mean, still some of them overreacted, and I was getting really strange too because there were some results I saw that made me think, "Oh, this is going to be close." And it ended up being an, actually a pretty close election. Two hundred thousand votes in four states is the difference, but I never was deterred because I knew the way the votes were going to come in, but. Most people don't have the training or the knowledge. They just see Trump is up 60-40 in Pennsylvania, and they spin around on their chair a bunch and scream. And I think you kind of hit on it, too. And it's like, I mean, the media is playing into this. No matter what station that it's going to be, they want to make it seem like, oh, it's going to be close. Biden could come back here. Oh, Trump's not dead yet, just to continue to get people to tune back in. Sure. At the same time, I think the polling is somewhat affected by like the, the internet mafia of people who are good with numbers. Uh, and believe them to the absolute truth. And then you have all of the shows, whether it's left or whether it's right, that if your poll is slightly off of like the consensus poll, it's like, oh, well, your poll is no good. Maybe that poll was actually better. Yeah, or even if it's not, at least it shows you're being honest. Like the New York, I think it was the New York Times, and I could be wrong, but somebody had Biden up by 17 in Wisconsin. Now, it was a ludicrous poll, but give them credit for being honest. That's what their numbers said. They weren't trying to like hide behind what it was going to be. Uh but you're right. There is a, you said it, like a mafia online of stats people who seem to think that human beings can be quantified perfectly by numerical mathematics and we can understand human interaction in a mathematical way. That's only true to an extent, but it kind of isn't because human beings are messy and confusing and contradictory and random and do things for weird reasons and you can never fully anticipate it. Now, now Hopefully I I, those people have been chastened a little bit. Not that numbers don't matter. Numbers are really important and they teach us stuff. But the numbers cannot be the be all and end all of understanding human interaction when it comes to government. Otherwise, you're sapping people of their their agency. And it works the other way, too. Like when we think about like football or anything like that, that you get the you know, the quantitative methods people that tell you, like, here's how it is. Defense doesn't matter. Whatever, whatever, whatever. And then that's the only thing that they can go with because it's so hard to like whether it's the eyeball test. Everyone's going to see something a little bit differently. Oh, sure. So 
I do agree that looking at whether it be the polling or the math uh, of the election or of football is the preferred way to do it, to inform you of what's going on, because what you see might not be what I see or what Jeff sees or whoever sees. We could all have different interpretations of, you know, how we feel that the culture is going, how the, how the mood is shifting. But the numbers are going to tell you what the numbers say. It's just you can't trust them 100% because they're not going to be that accurate. Exactly. Football games decided because the football bounced to the left and it's a fumble or bounced to the right and it's recovered. Uh, that the, the, Jeff the, wins his rain. rookie of the year bet because a doctor covertly stabbed Tyrod Taylor in the lung with a needle. Well, I didn't make it, it till after, I didn't make it till after that, but <clears throat> the numbers can give you a general sense in the lay of the land, but you can't hammer it down to a confidence va- value of this percent or that percent. Really, in a lot of ways, because human beings don't admit for that. That's just that's not not the way humans interact freely in the world. And, and hopefully, it, we've learned that. And taking a dogmatic approach towards, no, I'm right. The numbers say I'm right. I'm clearly going to be right. Oh, it's th- 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 that is ungallant and not becoming. And one would hope that everyone has learned to be a little bit more charitable. I hope. We'll see. Buffalo and Arizona. Oh, Paul, you had something to say. Just, uh, just wanted to highlight Tim's landslide proclamation. That's that, true. That's just so that doesn't go forgotten. Yeah, no, I was. It was a lot, a lot. And don't listen to the people tell you it was a blow by looking at the popular vote. That's not a thing. It doesn't count. It doesn't mean anything. People who say this election was a landslide or people are saying by, by this metric that isn't a thing that I want to count that doesn't. It was, a, it was very close. It wasn't a landslide. I was wrong about that. I still got the winner right, but it was a heck of a lot closer than I thought. First time ever picking the winner of the presidential election. Congratulations. No, I picked 2004 correctly as well. <laughs> you had Bush over Kerry since then he's yes, been wrong on every other election. Yeah, I have been. Obama was like, Weren't, wasn't Obama like minus 500? Like, in yeah, but I was just certain. I was just certain. Anyway, I was wrong. <laughs> you really got wrong. your finger on the pulse of the people, my man. Frequently wrong, seldom in doubt. <laughs> Buffalo at Arizona. All of the good games are in the late set of games this week. There's five late games. Yeah, you know why? Masters. You think it is? Or is this just how it broke down? I'm not really sure. I think this is just how it broke down. The first time ever we've had more five o'clock like, games than two o'clock games. The Chargers that, that, are at not, four o'clock true, in there's Miami. Six, there's six early games, five later games. I thought there were five and six. I'm sorry. Unless Cincinnati and Pittsburgh is a later game, and I just I think it is. Is it? Why would Cincinnati? So. CB, it would be a CBS game. There's five games. I sent you a message earlier. I looked at the four o'clock slate earlier today. It's not. There's five games at four o'clock. Yeah. So oh, okay. Shucks, he's right. Uh, so it is because of the Masters, then. Yeah, all the Fox, except for Houston and Cleveland, which they probably just don't care about. But this is what or I don't. This is what I don't understand. Why, with the Masters, is CBS going four oh five and not four twenty five? Like they're they're trying to get sixty minutes in. Also, like they're no, trying to bite off a lot. Four twenty five belongs to the the marquee game. No, every Fox game is four twenty five. Maybe it? that maybe that's an agreement for Fox versus CBS. So then try to put. I guess try, try to trade time slots. You say, let us do four fifteen then. Like, let us have every minute we can, because as you've pointed out, it doesn't matter who's playing who. Any game under the NFL Shield is exponentially more important than golf, unless it's Tiger Woods. Even if it is Tiger Woods, you're and, right. And it, you put Houston and Cleveland at four twenty five, and the Masters playoff at four twenty with Tiger Woods versus Phil Mickelson versus Rory McIlroy. The football game is going to draw more people. They football would be was trying just to burn CBS studios to the ground for not showing that football game. 
No, it's, I think it's, it's the crazier people would home. be the ones trying to burn it to the ground would be the football fans if they didn't. That's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. Football is king. Well, there's just so CBS much, there's and, so and much money is, involved. But golf is also accepting of that, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, they know. They understand their place. So That's, The Masters I, are in Augusta, Georgia. Listen, they know the role of football in their lives. They change as much as daylight plays a part of it, as I said off the top. They altered their cut rule at the Masters, I think, to accommodate the network who has football. And they also they also want people to tune into the Masters too. Of course, they don't want to go head to head on the like on CBS. That's people so. Don't. What game will you watch? Like at one o'clock, what is your favorite game to even like try to pay attention to? Uh, Tampa, Carolina, or Cincinnati, Pittsburgh? I guess. I guess no, we just said that's, that's four. Not. Philly Giants, great fantasy. Nothing. I mean, I have. I'll, mo- I'll be. I have I'll multiple feel free TVs. to watch golf. It's, it's, it's not that I'll big. Be free of a deal. to watch golf. I'll have the golf on the big TV. On one TV. I'll have the big TV with golf on it. Then I'll have like three games on the other three TVs. Well, Pat, too rich. Some of us only have one TV that we watch our games. No, Otherwise, you're plenty rich. You just don't know how to work a cord. Yeah, and Tim doesn't know how to stream a game on his phone or on his computer, which I can do. Tim's so rich enough easy. to have six screens going. I'm okay, sure so Tim, it. you have a TV <laughs> in your house. You have your phone. You have a computer. I assume you have an iPad. Yeah, but I don't know how to use any of those. Well, that's not my (laughs) fault now, is it? You're too rich. How many computers do you have? You need one of those personal assistants, like Like a realtor. That you think is a realtor. (laughs) (laughs) That can also serve as your realtor. Like when Kramer had that Darren character? Yeah, like John Hamm in the Skip the Dishes commercial. That's only in Canada. I know. I love those. Is he not the most annoying? Like he parlayed an amazing role in an amazing show into being like cameo comedy guy is the most is pathetic. Like for us, not for him. Why is it pathetic for us? And he sucks. He's great. He was great on 30 Rock. He's, he's great. He's like great eight, the, five, it's passed. He's great passed. in those commercials. He has jumped the shark. Oh, I highly disagree. His comedy has jumped the shark. Jeff is 100% right. I love those commercials. I don't you're know just, when Tim mad. agrees with you're me. You're just mad because they're on all the time. <laughs> Tim, this guy as the comedy cameo guy from his mat. I don't understand how he got that niche. He was good in Bridesmaids. He was good in Bridesmaids. He's good he, in the he was town. good in the town. Yeah, that wasn't like a comedy no, cameo but he's, he's doing I, it. He can do that. I like John Hamm, the actor. I can't stand this John Hamm all over the place as a comedy cameo guy. I don't respect that. I don't get it. I, I don't like think it. he's worthy of it. They're better people for something like that. Like who? Who would you, who would you rather shit, cast I in that commercial? I wish I could name someone, but comedy people. Scott Kahn's dad, as your <laughs> wife would say? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I don't know who. I, I wish I was better prepared to answer it, but I guarantee you I'll lie in bed tonight and have seven names. You, you text those to me when we're done. So the second of the late games, I suppose, uh, since we've already covered one of them, Buffalo at Arizona. Arizona's favored by two points. 56 is the over-under. We all got caught sleeping on Buffalo last week. That's on us. Yeah. They just looked like such trash. However, Arizona's going to win this game. I'm taking Arizona minus two. Me and you, Pat, might have been like literally part of the 12% of people that bet were against Arizona last week. Really? I thought people were on Miami last week. No, that spread that spread churned to like six, six and a half. Um, I'm a, I, but I'm flipping. I I overvalued last week. I think undervalued this week. Buffalo got up for a big home game against Seattle. That was like a prove it something. No, this is another cross cross country cross conference. 
they just made their statement. I like Arizona to bounce back here. Yeah, it's it feels like a coin flip game in that situation. Give me the home team. I, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Uh, I I'm really disappointed. I'm just shocked at the amount of turnovers that the Bills were able to force on Russell Wilson, despite the fact they weren't playing good defense. Some of them felt like self inflicted by by Russ, but yeah, I don't know the Bills. I like a lot of the linebackers. They got good pieces. They weren't getting off the field on third down versus any good quarterbacks for a month, and they made it happen. They 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 showed me. I'm excited, and we're gonna catch those. Uh, well, I guess Miami's coming, but I like getting that win. It feels good for those division futures that Paul got me on when I, what, Cam had COVID or something? Tim, Tim, let me ask you this. Have we all vastly overrated the NFC West and that maybe no, all four I of those teams so. are average and not good? No, I don't believe so. I think that, well, the Niners are, are dead team walking, but the other three teams are still pretty talented in their own way. And I have to admit, like this is our accountability section for the week. I was dead wrong about the Buffalo Bills. Well, of course, the Buffalo blew, Bills are they, good. They they, they blew up. Oh, they're God, very here good. We go. oh, no. And the division is theirs. So I congratulate <laughs> them. I shake them warmly by the hand because there's no one to really chase them in the AFC East now. Nice. Sorry, if the back. Jets won last night, you would have been that team. Like, what changed? No, that? no, 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 no. I, I was going to say this regardless. I mean, the Patriots. This is just because you absolutely despise Miami. Yeah, the worst and thing could have ever happened to Paul was Tua getting the job. You're but not that they're better, but that jealousy but why that can't we you? have a quarterback. Things are turning you, around for us. Things are broken for you guys. You can't, Tim. You can't. You can't change at this point. I changed my opinion when the facts changed. That Buffalo win over Seattle was a monumental eye-opener to me. By the way, this is that's why we're a, betting Arizona this week. This, right? That's here. a game a team wins, <laughs> and I go, wowzers. You win that game, that makes me sit up straight. And, and Arizona's uh, atrocious because they lost, lost to Miami, Miami, who's pathetic in your And eyes, how right? dare you lose to the Dolphins at home? <laughs> like, what a terrible loss that is. Just terrible. I expect Buffalo win this comfortably. Go Bills. <laughs> Is this on the teaser? No, no, because you can't get it. I want to get a key number. So, no. He just did that. He can't even put a cent on after that Because I want the key numbers. Why? Well, you get through seven. Yeah, but I want to get. Anyway, that's not the way we're he, playing he, it. See, One he, score he, game. I, I, I think that he's lying to you, Paul. This is disingenuous. Yeah. This seems very disingenuous. <laughs> All right, fine. Now it's a six team, seven how many? How many, plays, how many plays did you watch of that game? Against Quite Seattle? a few. It was, the, it was the game to watch early on. I thought we did actually look pretty good. The, this is the first awesome. time our defense looked good, but the important thing here is Tredavious White's got to play. He I may agree. not play. He got hurt at the end of the game. I agree. They, they need him to play. I will, uh, full credit, as I said earlier, I, I don't care if you didn't make ceiling plays. The guy out-dueled Kyler Murray on the road, full marks to Tua. I, I can't believe that they didn't let Murray use his legs more like late in the game when it or, mattered. Or they kicked the field hit the Andre Hopkins at all. They just have the Hopkins who's his star receiver. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, Xavier Howard is terrible. We're not going to bother with him. We're just going to let you uh, do nothing. Shameful loss. Xavier Howard is Seattle. awesome, by the way. <laughs> I think he's very overrated. What, what would lead you to believe that, please, Tim? I would, like, I, would like, I would like to see your film breakdown he of Xavier Howard. a ton of chances, and I don't like it. I like uh, him. I'm, I like him a well, lot. I don't like the, uh, the the free agent. How Byron dare Jones. you lose to that team? How dare you give the pump air into the tires of that terrible Dolphins? A well coached, good defensive team got a road. You're at, got to win. What's wrong with you? From forty nine yards. How dare you do that? How dare you come up short from forty nine yards? I 
get rid of this Cardinals team this week. I'm so angry. Buffalo should crush them and clinch the division this week. Clinch the division? And I hate Arizona yeah, I, I pretty much does because they'll be up three and a half games on the lowly Dolphins. Who, if Josh you know, Allen gets injured, I'm never going to forgive you. We don't need to go through the Dolphin schedule, but there are very, very, very few wins left on that schedule. Well, they have to Just Jets understand again. that. Oh, that may you, be it. I don't like where this is headed at the moment. Well, that means that brings us to the main event of the evening. Justin Herberts at the Tua's. Tua favored by two and a half points at home. Not the respect for the full three for Tua right now. It sounds like the bookmakers, Tim, on this one. You probably have the Chargers favored by nine if it was up to Tim. 48 is the over-under. How are the Chargers going to lose this game by less than two and a half? They're I not. guess is the question. How are they going to find a way to lose 30 to 29 and cover the spread yet still somehow lose? Because they're going to lose. It just it happens every week. I'll so be, I'm taking Miami. I'll be brief. I, I think the 16 to 1 basically sets itself in stone this week. I'll be brief. Head to head. Well, he's not fighting with undefeated Tua. That's just a monkey wrench into the situation. Super lock. Miami? Super lock. And if Joey Bosa plays, Masters winnings, Masters get my all my money back to the center of the table. So when Bryson wins, you're going to put $5,000 No, on. not a chunk, though. <laughs> a chunk if Bosa's playing. Bosa has to play. Bosa has to play. He has not cleared concussion protocol. He didn't clear it on Monday. To my understanding, Pat, they don't do them on Tuesday. Tomorrow's concussion protocol will be important. If he doesn't pass Wednesday's, I will be concerned. I've already said more words. I was supposed to say two words. Now, are you taking the money line or are you going to take the spread? For the show, we the super locks count as the spread. Yeah, sure, but I mean, what's your actual bet going to be on this money line? Because you're setting yourself up for a missed extra point to win or something. Goes into overtime. And there's a special team. We'll see. I want to see if both, like, I want to see. Maybe the spread gets to three. I don't know. I don't care if it gets to two. So, like, it can move that way, but I'll wait it out sort of to actually make a play because gets to three's advantage, gets to two no doesn't, doesn't change anything. Um, this is just a water finding its level. This is just life. The Chargers, they can't find it. They can't find a way. Look at these last four, like, games. Embarrassing, 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 embarrassing. On the other end, there's Miami, who I think's run four in a row, and everything just feels charmed. Uh, this is just a flip, a, a script flip on life. Joey Bosa plays. Would this be in a year where the Chargers could yes, realistically win a, three games? You game. need to win this game for you personally? Yeah, see, people. With all the Miami fans in your life, you need to win this game? Let me explain something to you. As someone that doesn't like live out west, I love San Diego. It's not a home. San Diego, I don't even. Even trying to like write this game in notes, I don't write LAC. Like, me writing those words on paper feel weird. L-A-C. It's like the clipper. I don't write it. I'll write bolts. I'll still write SD. For me and like my Toronto base, when you don't live somewhere with a team and all your friends just have different teams, those are your rivals. Like more so than the actual rivals in the division. Like why you like your friend who loves Lay T Tunnel? The Titans are a rival. The Dolphins are my rivals. 
Those are my rivals. Those are my life division teams. I like that. I like life. I think that's a great concept. Your life division. Yeah, that's where the teams surrounded by Patriots fans. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's sort of locale to where you live. And what's so funny about my group is like no one. Yeah, no one picked. Yeah, there's no Bills fans per se, which is kind of weird logistically. But I guess we're like, no, we like it. We like to go party there. No one wanted to wear that stank. Although I'm I'm into what they do and I support them. And did you see Josh Allen's grandmother died? And they she put out like, you know, Lua donations like for her local thingy that people do when they pass, like donate to this children's hospital. And the people of Buffalo donated over two hundred thousand dollars, like just out of the blue. Like in they're twenty four the, hours. They're so fucked up amazing in Buffalo. Generous, like in a, in a special way. Like it is a fabric, it is a life. And Tim Didn't said they give a bunch of money to the bank to the yes. Bengals children's charity. Or yeah, something when Andy Dalton, Dalton, yeah, yeah, got him in the playoffs. And yeah, then, and then Tim looked at the ball and said, "I could have spent that money buying more Monopoly stickers." Um, I don't know where we were, but this is a long game. And now that I've spoken a lot, I gotta be quite brief. I was disgusted at the officials and my head coach. The officials don't know how to work a clock, and sometimes if the officials don't, it means a coach who's been in the goddamn league for three fucking years should know what he's doing. You expect the officials to know how to do their job properly. But you've been in the league long enough. You're not a rookie now. This is year three. Cost us two fucking plays at the goal line. I don't know what the play calls were. We got too many weapons. The passes were perfect. Like they were nice passes. But that's a one in four play you run. Not a two of two. But the fucking timeouts, man. And at the end of the first half, that clown ass is lucky. He's got a player like Herbert and Keenan Allen. Because we had like a minute 40 from the 30, and we would have run two freaking plays because we're dog dick. I think that's what this comes down to. Yeah, I know. Flores versus Lynn. It could be close. One coach will outcoach circles. Fuck, I get it. You guys hate Lynn for a lot of polarizing reasons, for bets, for a lot of things. There's things that bother me so much beyond that. All that being said, I What about the facial hair? I truly believe... Um, I get it. The Chargers are a polarizing team for how they lose, for how much they lose. You cannot convince me the season isn't like a success, though. I, I can't I can't um, deny any part of that. Whether the guy that I bet at 16 to 1 gets a trophy or not, it's an ultimate success. I, yeah. I want to I hear this from people out here, too, by the way. Uh, retweet the show or in the comment section. Like, you can put this up on Twitter as a quote tweet when you're watching this clip. I want to know who's in your friend division. I'm really intrigued by this concept. So it's not the idea of, you know, like, oh, I, I'm a Philly fan. I hate the Eagles. But just watch your friend. Like, if for me, the Jets would be in it because yeah. Tim is a Jets fan. I, I just root against it. They're, they're a friend's rival for And me. what's funny and is, the Patriots I too. think in a Patriots lot of... Patriots and your, Dolphins. Yeah, see, the funny thing is in your pocket group, it seems like the AFC East actually just makes that up on its own, yeah, coincidentally. Yeah, I, I don't have any ill will towards the Dolphins or Bills. No, it's I know. It's just the Jets But and you don't have a favorite team that you'll take a thing against. The other thing I'm stuck... I'm, the Chargers I, are in that put for it me this now way. too. I root I, against yeah, I get the it. I get it. I get it. That's okay. <laughs> Pat, I uh, you know, we suffer the most heartbreaking losses and I'm thinking about like an ex-girlfriend snickering. Like she's oh, the Chargers lost. <laughs> like like oh, I know he's he's yeah. Um the other part about the friend division is you can't just be a friend and have a team to get into my friend division. I have friends that like a team. 
you have to like like them to a certain level. Oh no, I agree. For like me to, you can't just say, "Oh, that's my team." Yeah, no. your your passion for the Chargers is what makes ye, the Chargers a friend rival for me. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's not like I enjoy seeing the Jets do really poorly because it cracks me up when Tim gets all sad. Your sadness goes to a different level than Tim's because you're like really emotionally affected by it. And if the Chargers had a good year, I'd be happy for you. But like in a season, you think like, I'm not emotionally affected? He by cried it? week one. That was when they were one zero oh and one, not zero oh and eight. Yeah, but he's soft. We all know that. He I know I'm soft everything. though. I'm soft. Yeah, but he's no. It's true. Soft. I am. Since I am me, soft, I'm soft. There's no doubt for me. It's Patriots, Dolphins. USC and Alabama are the four teams in oh, football. Oh, we go multi-sport. I, I like I that. No... I like no. I like this idea that you can go like any. It, who are your? Like you put four teams in a division. They're your four friend rivals. Okay, now Tim can have this because where he lives, I can't have this because the other sports we're pretty much united on. We're from the team, the city. Those there's a NBA and NHL and MLB team yeah, in the city. But le- legitimately, I, I guess yeah, because So there's no friend divisions for other teams. There's like a unity amongst like the Blue Jays and the Raptors. Yeah. And the Leafs even though I don't care as much as other people, there's still the team in the friend group. Like there's no other team. No one's a Blackhawks fan. Okay, well it's different out here where for there, example, yeah. I despise the Bruins and Maple Leafs. Make, makes total sense. Makes total we'll sense. We'll stick it to football. I like this. Or the Red Sox. Or the Red Sox. The friend rivalry. Tim, who are you taking here? Patriots, Dolphins, Alabama, USC. I meant in the Chargers-Dolphins game. I don't think the friend <laughs> rivalry means as much to people who, like, are all from the same city. Yeah. And like, all, if you're from Philly, you they're all the Eagles NFC fans. Yeah, yeah. They're like, no, they don't have that. You got to ask. I, don't I agree know. with Jeff. Yeah, but I mean, there's, I mean, you're also forgetting too, is that like the, the guy that likes the Titans, who's your friend, you met him what college? People well go, before college, but some people go but, away to college, not in their home state. And all yes, of a sudden they're sure you're, you're absolutely right about, about that. And it's even more fun. If your friend division happens to be in your division, like Tim, Tim has, that works even better. That's that's double bangers. You taking two of Tim? <laughs> Please, Chargers comfortably. Dolphin team's a fraud. Are you teasing? Fraud. Them up? They got very. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, I like your strong stances I've on these are, games. Guys, I've got other games I like better. You can't even give me. I'm supporting like this thing. You can't give me not. You can't take us to over the score. I already gave you one. You demanded on. This I didn't demand. That wasn't you're, me. Well, we're listening to you talk about the games, and then you're unconfident in one team like the Pack. You say about the Packers, like, oh, I, I wouldn't even bet this. I guess I'll tease them down. They're definitely <laughs> I'm not teasing. And the other one, they lose every game in tragic fashion. Lose. You can't lose in tragic fashion. Every game in tragic fashion. You can lose. They can get the game-winning field goal blocked and taken back for a touchdown. That's why I can't back them here. Paul, this is bullshit. <laughs> Tim's just actively trying to sabotage sabotage mine and Jeff's team because he can't have nice things. That's no, and the Dolphins. No yeah, he's rising like, the Dolphins up. Oh no, the he, Dolphins he, are going to title wave. C- for C- Cuss thing. is step. Okay, I guess Cuss is a big lefty, so Cuss is stepping up right here. We got we got the seven, we got the ten, and Tim's picking <laughs> up that spare, just wiping out the Bills and wiping out the Chargers all in one go, and elevating. But the he Dolphins hates up. the Dolphins. Is that an act? He, I think he actually really his Tua stuff to me is very real. I despise the Dolphins. Not as much as I despise the Patriots, but almost as much. His dad is a Dolphins fan. <laughs> How's your dad taking? How's Doug taking this? He, 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 he doesn't even doesn't even walk on the ground anymore. 
Yeah, no, they are. These Dolphin fans, they are it's fucking like he's floating. And I, he's like, I haven't had this since Danny retired. That's what he's been calling Dan no, Marino. It, so excited. It's he true. Was, he said the first time he ever cried in his life that he remembers is when John Riggins ran for 5,000 yards against the Dolphins in the Super Bowl. Like, he, he, he is so excited for Tua and this team. And all the Dolphins fans I know, and I know several, are just, you know, they're doing backflips and cartwheels over this team. And I want their joy turned into ashes. <laughs> <laughs> you want them to be you? What sucks is if that's I my responsibility. Other people win. need to be miserable. But that's my responsibility, and you're just cursing me and trying to get there for this week. And me. Yeah, watch out for your Bills division <laughs> bets, by the way. Let justice be done, though the heavens fall. I'm taking Miami. I think Miami's a better team. I think they're a better coach. I think they have a better defense because they the are Chargers, better coached. I give them that. The Chargers' defense just isn't healthy enough. And now in the side, Preston Williams may or may not play, which is weirdly a, a decent thing for them. But they've just shown they can just recycle these pieces out here, and Tua inspires them so much that they play twice as good as they actually are talent-wise because he's inspiring. He's like good Tebow. <laughs> Jeff, it seems like you have something to say. You're not. <laughs> is that coach lynn over there yeah coach lynn oh uh, i didn't realize he was, he was in the help i'm mad at a lot of people but this fucking secondary that calls themselves the jack boys needs to fucking drop it and this kicker that calls himself money badger needs to fucking drop it doesn't that sound like something Tim would call himself? Because if he just makes a 45-yard field goal, we could just kick a field goal from the four-fucking-yard line. Everyone's pissing me off. I can only watch the offense. I'm watching Masters flyovers while the defense plays now. That's where we were last week, just getting ready. I don't want to watch. I don't know you. I don't like you. I don't... <sighs> Super lock. <laughs> If Bosa plays, you should bet it. You win back all your master's money or or win more farms. And the money line, that'll be plus money too. Like plus 120 or something. I mean, 1.2 farms. Denver and Vegas. The Raiders favored by five points at home. 52 is the over under in this game. I've played both these teams the last two weeks. Yeah, I'll take Denver plus the points. It feels like Denver's only good once they get down by 30, though. Yeah, that's fine. This is going to be a close game. Oakland, emotional last second, victory last week. We kind of all liked Denver last week. They let us down. They almost got there. Um, I think Denver just did a close, close game. I'm going to take it's five. Yeah, five. I'm taking five. What do you think, Tim? I'm going to lay the five. I trust the Raiders. I think the Raiders are a legitimately good NFL team, and I think the Broncos are not. I think the Raiders sh should... If you think as I do, the Raiders are like the fifth, sixth, seventh best team in the NFC, AFC make the playoffs. This is the type of game at home in division. They ought to cover a number like that. And so I'm going to throw my my dice into the middle of the table, and I'm going to go with Las Vegas. I'm going with Tim. I think that Vegas is a cut above what Denver is right now. Derek Carr's been like sneaky okay this year. He has been. For, for all of us who laughed him out like, oh, yeah, Mariota son is going to take his job. He's going to be out of the league. The Raiders are going to cut him. And this was pointed out to me, large, like the, the Raiders need to be like up in this game a bit early because Gruden, good coach, can't adjust to anything. Like whatever his game plan is, like it needs to work or they're screwed. Yeah. 
on that note, it's just the Broncos aren't good. I agree. I, I gotta just so the the dude from the Athletic for the Chargers beat writer responded to me in like his live chat. He said, "Settle down, Francis." No. Does Paul have to get his pen ready for a new name on the list? No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Although I do feel underserviced, I appreciate. I can get a. I can get a. Well, you probably answered. got the the one dollar athletics subscription for the moment. I can't afford to go out and do all the reporting on that. You're the only guy who subscribed to it. I do have like the one dollar. I do. I do get the nut low. Um, I suggested to him because his. Fuck, yeah, I remember like, this guy backs into the fucking hole, which annoys me because he's like, yeah, like clock management just isn't his strong suit. So put him in a goddamn Madden simulator. <laughs> Lock him in there. Let's do 200 simulations so he can have 15 years experience. So what you're saying is he should always be tuning into the DraftKings dream stream on the DraftKings YouTube channel. Every I just night? mean like put him in a simulator. Clock's moving. We got one timeout. Call the fucking place. Why don't you just hire someone to do that? Like, if you're not, if you're openly not good at it, just hire someone on the staff to tell you when to take timeouts. I do think the refs screwed us because they didn't give us a measurement that we deserved. And like 20 seconds ran off the clock, and Lynn is waiting for a goddamn measurement to be blown. And it's the fourth quarter late, and a fourth in inches. You should give me a measurement. Even if it's. Maybe they've forgot their like cue card that they used. Even to if the ref knows it's short, I believe the coach in that situation deserves the measurement to know just how short it is. Like, how exactly. Do I need here? So the rest fucking suck, but so does the coach. I'll go to my grave. We're still, I mean to go back to this game. I don't care what anyone says. I do not care. I do not care. The Chargers for beyond are so much better than these two teams set up. That's my real division rant. We are, we are, we are going, we are the team that's going to chase the Chiefs when it matters. Not in 2020, though. That's for damn fucking Maybe if this was Madden and we ran those simulations and like the player raiders next to the, like the, the player ratings and that was all factored in and you simulated all this out, the Chargers would definitely be the one that's closest to the Chiefs. That's just not how it plays out in reality. You're right. Next, it all starts though. Fresh. And we are we're so much, we are ahead of both of these teams. Yeah, but here's, I'm so out of here's it what about you haven't that. factored in yet. If the Chargers are going to end up going like let's say three and thirteen or something, no, they, they end up with the top five pick. They're actually no, gonna, this year. No, yeah, but they're not. That's also the problem. And if you want to bet how many wins they'll get the rest of the season, I'll do it. How much and how many wins? What are they now? Two and six. Yeah, or yeah. You have to set the line at four point five. I think. I don't know. He seems pretty confident in this. Four. Five and a half. No, you're trying to sucker me. You're, you're no, four and a half. Make it five. No, make it five. No, I got to win on five. If you're saying we're three and no, 13. no, we'll we'll push on five. No, there's not enough. They they're three. How many games are left? Eight, eight, seven. So if seven. No, they're, no they're, there's eight games left, and they need to go five, three, and fi- five and three. Yeah. Well, no, no, they you. wouldn't. Have, they wouldn't actually have to go five and three. They'd have to go three and five. To get to five wins. Yeah, they're going to do that. They play the Jets. Yeah, the call five a, So we can call five a push? Five a push. All right. 200 bucks. Yeah. Locker in. Should have bet the 300 that Tim's going to owe me when Arizona has a better record than Detroit. Either way. I don't like this, but now I'll have incentive to cheer for games that I'm going to kind of want them to lose. But the point, the point I was trying to make is that when they go three and 13 and they end up with the top the five pick. 
and they fire their coach. Guess who's coming on this show next year and proclaiming they're going to knock off the Chiefs. They're going to win on the division. I think Herbert's going to take a step and win MVP. And guess what happens then? You haven't thought about that part, have you? You better hope they go 5-3 and three to end the year. <laughs> you got to save Lynn's job so they're not Andrew Curse next year. He I takes the first opportunity to get on the Chargers bandwagon whenever it seems like they're going to be good. And you want to know something? That is actually my biggest fear, but not Tim. But I think it's going to be like springtime, and these major network writers that are hanging onto their jobs by threads have football deadlines to make. Oh, pro, the pro football focus loves the Chargers. Exactly. You'll be the story of the offseason the way with the Jets were the story of the no, 2020 offseason. Like the Browns actually were two years ago. This Jets thing is made up. More like the Browns. Right? Baker was an amazing rookie. They get rid of a loser coach. They're, we all like pieces. They get another draft pick. They get more pieces. They, they were like worse next year yeah. or last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I, I Yeah. Anyway, that. You're taking Denver. Denver. Raiders for Tim and I, the coin also on Denver. Tim, your mighty Rams are hosting Seattle, coming off a big loss. Rams are favored by 255 and a half is the over-under. This is a game is a pure no bet for me. I really want to take the Seahawks, but I actually think the Rams are going to win. So I'm going to take the Rams. Tim, who are you taking? Uh, don't be mad at me, but you know what I'm about to do. About to tease the Rams through zero. Can I change? They're going to win. They're going to win. What's going on over there? He's teasing the Rams to plus five from minus two. Yeah, but he seems very labored. He seems labored speaking. I am. I've got my hands over my face, which is a bad thing to be doing when you're on a podcast. Uh, (laughs) uh, Because it does. It just it's tore. I hate, hate teasing through zero because I know better. But come on. They're going to win. The Rams are coming off a bye. The Rams are probably as good, if not better, football team. I'm switching my pick to Seattle. Seattle's a little more labor. Seattle's defense can't stop anybody. The reason Seattle can't win the Super Bowl is in, in, right now is because they can't stop anybody. They can't get there. The Rams have offensive pieces that can click. The Rams should be able to score a lot of points in this game. The Rams are coming off just a calamity of errors two weeks ago against the Dolphins where – Unlike Arizona, which just humiliated itself by just allowing the Dolphins to do that, like the 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 Rams just fell apart. They just it was mistake after mistake after mistake. It was a it was just a calamity. So I can almost write that off. And I you know, I don't want to stand like I'm out here on the on the more like King Lear trying to proclaim the Rams are great and everyone else thinks I'm crazy. Like the Rams are not the best team of football, but. I think that, you know, this, this is a darn good team and they should be getting more respect than this and they're the play. Give me the Rams. I totally forgot that the Rams have only beat the NFC East plus Chicago, who's apparently no good. That against a And division- Jamal Adams has been terrible. Thank God we got two picks for him, right? He's been bad. I mean, he's missed half the games, hasn't he? Yeah, and the ones he's playing, he would, the Seahawks would have been better off if he hadn't shown up. Then how come when I say that about Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold's still great? Oh, no, Sam's had problems, and Sam's not getting the help he deserves. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Seattle. Yeah, the, the Rams can't beat anyone who's, like, not, like, terrible. So, Seattle, pretty good. Let's take Seattle. Coming off the loss probably helps them, too. I mean, you just said it going out the door there, Pat. I can think of Rodgers, Breeze, Brady, like, all these upper pantheon QBs. I swear they're hitting at 90% this year after, like, a bad loss. So, Seattle? Yeah. It's like the blind reason. Wilson, Carroll. Carroll got paid the morning of the game, too. Probably not like a good thing. 
Well, you know, you buy so much gum. Yeah. Um, Seattle bounce back. I do worry. It, it's like that Rams game versus Miami is a total write off. They want a nice game on a short week before and a team with a buy emotionally inspired with the fresh face of the franchise playing. But I like Seattle to to be serious here. San Francisco and New Orleans. Tim's buddy verified on Twitter. Nick Mullins, I think, is starting for San Francisco. It's him or Guilty Beatheart. I don't know. But the Saints looked like a real team when Michael Thomas came back all of a sudden. And I guess it's nine and a half is the spread. 50 is the over-under. Because someone I made this point a few weeks ago on the show. Someone even asked me on Twitter, and I actually don't have an idea. Was that game against Tampa the point of the season we see from the saints every single year where all of a sudden they just decide to be good on defense again. They've been bad on defense and all of a sudden they're good on defense or do they just have Tampa's number? See, I thought you were going to turn into Is that the game that always happens in early middle of the season where everyone comes on and says, Brady's done. He sucks. And then he's playing in a super bowl. That, like two that is also the other part of it too. I, I have no worries <laughs> about Brady or Tampa Bay. Like I've been down on them all year, but I don't think they're a bad team. Yeah, I, yeah. They can definitely contend for the super bowl, but with the saints, we like, I think it was like two years ago. It's like, Oh my God, their defense sucks so much. How are they ever going to do it? They were supposed to have a good defense coming into the year. Then the second half of the year, they were like, the second best defense in the league. Same thing basically happened last year with them. And now everyone kind of got healthy on the defensive side of the ball. Their offense is now healthy all of a sudden. Turns out Breeze was dealing with like a bit of a shoulder injury. He even looked a lot better when it came down to it. When you don't, when your only play isn't three yard pass to Elvin Kamara, your offense looks a little bit better. The number doesn't seem yeah, we, high. The, the, the number we see doesn't this seem high every enough. Year. We see this every year where a team starts off four and three, four and four, and they just have tremendous injuries and they just can't recover and they win like five or six games. And that's who the Niners are. Just they, they have passed the point of no return. They're done. We're going to tease the Saints down. We're going to take the Saints here. I feel bad for San Francisco. I like the core guys they have, but they're just too injured and they're just not going anywhere. And it's not the usual like, oh, well, the team that lost the Super Bowl just played really badly and that's why they struggled. The principal reason this team is going nowhere is because they've just had terrible injury luck. Yeah, well, they so, don't have, they don't have the good Bosa. They didn't even get a chance to, like, play the game this year. It, exactly. It's like they just never had an opportunity. So I feel for them. And it will get uh, framed as, like, a Super Bowl loser having a horrible season in the historical and it won't context be of, oh, look at their win-loss record the year after the Super yeah. Bowl. Yes, that one we will know uh, will we'll certainly feel different. Tim said everything to me. We might get a couple moments where San Francisco plays their heart out on prime time, maybe in a division down the stretch. I'm certainly they'll have those games because defending Super Bowl team, I'm sure they're in primetime slots late that will will go, ugh. Those will be a games they might compete in. This will not be one of them. I don't know what to make of this nine and a half. Why isn't this 14 if the Saints are going to stomp them by so much? Like who's, who is looking at this and saying, give me San Francisco? I just don't feel like it's anybody. I know, especially after the Sunday night win. It should be 14. And, the public and, would bear for and don't, 13. And yeah. don't forget, we just had San Francisco in prime time, and they were horrible and lost to Green Bay. And they get the extent. Yeah, I they, do feel they, like you're trying to be, feel like you're being baited to take the Saints, but uh, I'm, a, I'm a fish, and I'm, I'm going to grab that bait. I'm going to take the Niners plus nine and a half. I think this number gets even bigger. So if you're going to bet it, wait. Uh, if it starts moving to like eight and a half, it's like, oh boy, here we go. But you get the extended week for San Francisco. Mostert's coming back. Maybe they get a, like their offensive line is still pretty good. They can still generate some pressure. It's, I mean, an emotional high from kicking the shit out of Tampa Bay 
on Sunday night. So it's a bit of even bit of a more condensed week for them, even though they're you know they're coming back home. But I don't know. There's just something fishy about this number, so I'm going to take Saints. every parlay. Every, every every parlay, team every team will have the Saints in it. Everything is going to have the Saints in it. The the it's win true. your back bet of win your money back bet of the week isn't after they lose the Masters, then lose on the Chargers. They're going to go double chasing and betting on the Saints. You're, you you sound right, and maybe we should focus on what Sunday night brings. And on that note, I hate going backwards. Oh, this oh this is actually this isn't the Sunday night game. Sorry, I wanted Miami Arizona to go to overtime so badly for the like teams off overtime stat could have then been in play for the Chargers this week for a game I wanted to super lock. So thanks for coming short on the kick, pal. Sunday evening. Baltimore at New England. I was thinking about this for super lock territory. You know who crushes really bad teams? Yeah. The Ravens. Baltimore. You know, you know who's a bad team? The Patriots. Give me Baltimore. This, this Doesn't this feel like it's over with 10 minutes left in the second? You this feels like whatever you want, unless you've Lamar, got prop bets. Yeah, this feels like they it's a really grind. Like the, the Cam and the Patriots will have like one really good drive. People will be like, oh my God, the Patriots are going to win this game. They, they had the comeback against the Jets. They'll get up seven, nothing. And like Lamar will rush like two 60 yard touchdowns on the next two drives. Or it'll and be Harbaugh the, hates the Patriots and, and the, will relish like this. the Ravens killed the Patriots mm-hmm. anyway. Now they're having yeah. good players. <laughs> I guess uh, something we should think about maybe down the stretch this year is teams will relish an opportunity to, to not kick, just beat the Patriots, the but to Patriots. run up the score. And now you get, I, I, you know what? Let's let's have this conversation. Do you give any credence to this Bill Belichick? Like the, in the same way that like the Brady rumors started early and didn't go anywhere last year. And in the end, they ended up being true. He was not going to play there again. The same sorts of high-end people, well, they're dinosaurs. You could debate their credibility. You know, Peter King was pushing the Brady will not be in New England next year, last year. And he's the guy from a, like, uh, regal NFL media standpoint pushing this Billichek thing. Uh, and people even joke, Jacksonville, like with Justin Fields or Lawrence or Saint, the Chargers. Would you want Belichick to coach the Chargers next See, year? I look, remember how we pursued Brady? I think this is, it would be perfect. You get Belichick, that's like the Brady, but we have the young quarterback. Like, we get the other part of the sauce. We're in L.A. Coaches are like a thing. Not a thing, but like making noise on a sports scene is a thing for the same reason they wanted Brady. I would like, like, this would actually make a lot of sense. Spanos family might too, be too cheap for that. I mean, you might get the bad Harbaugh. And the other, oh, I hate that rumor. <laughs> People have been throwing that one at me too, that, that yeah, Harbaugh's going to leave Michigan, or get fired from Michigan. I, I, listen, I, I would take Harbaugh in a second. Over Just, like, he's an NFL it, coach, it is maybe, a, right? It, yes, to me, he's an NFL coach. NFL and to, coach. And you hire him for three years, and you no matter how well he does, just don't bring him back for the fourth year. And keep him away from Jim Schwartz so they don't get into a fight. But people are like, Bill, there's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> one, one thing to add just before we get into this, the Cardinals play the Seahawks Thursday night next week. Don't like that, considering I picked the Cardinals and, and the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. <laughs> Shit. And normally I look at that. That's that's one of those I'm things. If I want to bet my picks. That's one of those things when I bet the other side, I'll look at and use as my case, but it's not on my side. So, so yeah, it's irrelevant. I'm not talking about it. Um, Cardinals and Seahawks get two primetime games against each other this season. Wow, so they're fun. They're fun yeah. games. Um, I want to go. I want to go back to this. There's like report, like Jacksonville, full fucking control, like full, like 
everything, like the whole ship, like Parcells in Miami. I'm confused, uh, right? like, because Jacksonville basically did the same thing to Tom Coughlin, too. Not like coach. For, no, but like, they let him like run everything. Like you get to pick your guy, you get to pick the GM, you basically get to make yeah, all the I moves. Guess. Why are they doing this like seventy year olds? Like find a good fifty year old and do well, that too. Because if yeah. it works, then you get Belichick the uh, the next Belichick for twenty years. I think they're trying to be not like the complete opposite of like an owner that thinks he knows something by just saying, "I'm Mr. Khan, I'm a billionaire." My son's around, but we are going to hire a football man, and we are, like, not involved in football ops at all. Like, we're just – you can't blame us for f- bad football ops decisions. You can just blame us for the hiring of the guy at the head of football ops. That's all we're responsible for. And Bilicek might – old guy, Florida. I don't know. It's, it's really, like, a scuzzy part of Florida, maybe, but maybe, it's maybe Florida. You can, maybe you can just get Robert Kraft. Actually, Jacksonville's apparently on the up. On the ups? Yeah. Big time. I don't really know much. I take back. Throwing shade at it. Jacksonville hates Jeff Feinberg. No, but it, they say it's one of the reasons, like, Tagliabue's not in the Hall of Fame. Like, what the fuck's a team doing in Jacksonville? But the league is national. It almost proves the point. A team could be anywhere. It plays yeah. under the shield. It really, all it that really could. I feel like a team could be anywhere. 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 Like, when Jacksonville gets a superstar, elite, world one quarterback, they don't need to worry about losing him like a baseball team. They'll yeah. franchise tag the him, and they'll pay him. Yeah, or the basketball player. They'll pay him, and they'll be good. A good regular team. Like, that's why football is the best. So are you taking Baltimore here? Yeah, other, utter, dis- like, you could consider maybe a Baltimore minus 13 and a half just for shits and games. How about Baltimore minus 41? If Bryson wins, <laughs> if Bryson wins, why? Uh, what do they call, though? There's ones where, like, you literally bet. You make money or lose money based on how much or little they cover, like by point. Do you know that there's a bet that is Bryson DeChambeau longest drive versus like people's passing yards in a game this that, weekend? That's, that's crazy. <laughs> that that's funny. Oh, I do have a. I said I won't be able to drop this because we've already done the master show. I got some insight from on the grounds at Augusta. I got got, got the moles everywhere, Jeff. That Bryson was playing with uh, Jason Day today. On number eight, Bryson flew the bunkers down the right-hand side twice. And Jason Day turned to the guy and asked him, he's like, I feel like Matthew Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That's an encouraging sign for our Bryson money. Tim Bryson's not going to Can win, I right? give a birdie word that I got Not today? my pick, but I mean, listen, he just tore up the hardest course in the world. Yeah, but you said this isn't no the hardest course. No, exactly. Like, And if he can do that at winged foot, he can definitely do this at Augusta. But like... I'm not picking them. I've, I've got other guys. I mean, power matters, but the, the track record shows there's more than just power that matters at Augusta. And plus, who knows what the greens are going to be like? Who knows what the chipping is going to be like? There's so many variables and question marks that I, I, I'm not super confident about anybody. Like, you I picked I, Rory, I, didn't you? I think Rory's going to win because I've got to make a pick. Rory, to me, is the best golfer pound for pound in the world. I would take him over anyone if my life depended on it in one round of golf. I would pick Rory, and so I think he's going to win here. Plus, it would be such a great story for him to finally get that career grand slam. So I'm rooting for him, too. And I think the uh, fact that he's like kind of so under the radar works for him this week. Like he's not even like the his grand slam chase isn't even like a top four story at the moment. Until he's the co-leader on Saturday. And then that's the story. And and then then the Tims of the world come out and probably including Tim be like, well, if he wins it in November, it doesn't even count anyway. No, no. Of course it counts. Really? They're having the tournament. That that seems like a very un-you type of take. They're having the tournament. All the players are playing under the same conditions. It's a weird year. You have to make exceptions in this year. Okay. Are you taking Baltimore too? 
Yeah, give me the Ravens. Tease them down to zero. Shoot, that's the play. Which game am I breaking a teaser with the Ravens on? The Chargers. You can tease them up to nine. Well, obviously eight. that. I, I don't he's think up the, he's up the next game too because that's free money. Oh, okay. Uh, Monday night game. Wait, you're betting on Kirk Cousins? No, he's going to be betting the on. Opposite. Yeah, he's going to be oh. betting on Foles. Getting uh, three points at home. It does feel like a really stupid number, but Chicago has been bad. Like bad, bad. They were my super lock last week. I watched the Titans-Bears game pretty intensely. Uh, not great, Bob. The Titans secondary has been atrocious. The Bears couldn't move the ball at all in the air, right? What's that? The Titans secondary gave up yards to anyone and everything, and the Bears can't move a ball. Well, I mean, Foles, I think, ended up throwing for over 300 yards. But it was late. Yeah. Yeah. And the Vikings, since Dalvin Cook has come back, they look like legit good. I'm taking Kirk Cousins to win in primetime because it's a real opportunity to F and do it. That's literally that's all I'm going. I think it's insane that they're they're three point favorites on the road in this game. (laughs) Insane, insane that that's the line. This should be Chicago minus three. So So the teaser goes to ten. Go to ten. So we're gonna tease the Bears up to ten. I think this is silly. I I, this is a massive overreaction on on uh, Minnesota and Chicago for that matter. Uh, Yeah, love the Bears. Love, 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 love the Bears. Chicago's dropped three in a row now. Get it. Understand, Vikings are still terrible. They were five and zero, oh, right? Five and one. So they've lost two. Five and one. Yeah, they lost to the Rams in late Teton. Yeah, yeah. They have good losses. The Bears have good losses. They beat the the Bucks. They haven't lost, which is a big win. Before these losses, I, I guess you know playing outdoors, playing at home, probably going to be you know it's not going to be like frigid on Monday. It's not going to be warm by any means. And then you have the Kirk Cousins factor that he sucks on Monday night games. But just like everything on paper points to Minnesota. Does this, I will not be betting this game. Does it get to two, two and a half? No. Or does it get to four? I, I think that people will bet Minnesota. Because they're just Dalvin. Like, it's just cool. Da- Dalvin's carrying my fantasy team. Minnesota's good all of a sudden. But it's one of these things where the deficiency of Minnesota. I mean, I, I don't know how they stopped Aaron Rodgers in the Aaron Rodgers game. Like Even to watch, it's like, what's going on here? Like, are they playing like voodoo mind tricks with him? Like, he's like hypnotized, and not throwing the ball accurately enough. But. It's gonna be the swing to this is Chicago wins or loses by three, and the game is like 17 14, 15 to 12. Yeah, someone's up two or one with a last second field goal, and there's just barely any scoring in this. And in those types of games, you want nothing to do with Kirk Cousins, (laughs) and you want to just take the field goal. But I'm taking Kirk Cousins and laying the field goal. All right, let's recap. Actually, no, super locks. Uh, to me, I, it's down to, I, although I might have to take Miami now. With no, you said the game Tim, one of Tim's games. No, I actually do. I either want Baltimore or I want Cleveland, uh, one of those two. Those are the two games. I, I mean, take Miami. I don't. Well, no, I, I wasn't going to take Tim, Miami until Tim started talking about Miami. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland minus three and a half against Houston. Cleveland, Tim picks weird hills to die on. And you're taking the Chargers minus or plus yeah, two and a half. And I want you to know that I do that seldomly. That is something I, when I super lock. Well, you're suckers. seven and two in super locks. Everyone you pick wins. Yeah, Almost. I'm tempted to chase. I'm tempted to tail them. You should. It's between them and the Bears. You should really take the Chargers because you hate Miami so much. Well, it's just Miami's are such frauds. <laughs> no, nope. and like the Chargers can't keep losing like this. 
So yeah, give me the bolt. Yeah, there we go. Bolt up, Tim. It's it's my Win seven my seven and two super lock, but his two and seven. <laughs> the um, the very movable object against the unstoppable. Wait, item. wait, wait! Did you just try to mimic my fight for me lightning bolt Sunday tweet? One hundred percent, I just did. <laughs> I'm gonna me. feel really stupid when. Deshaun Watson drops like five touchdowns on the Browns, and then the Ravens beat the Patriots by 45. <laughs> Tim, you are taking. What's he laughing at? Who knows? He's laughing taking, at your reaction. He's taking the Packers and Survivor. And do you want to recap this seven point tease, please? Yeah. Okay. Or I Packers. can. Or I'll, I'll recap it for you. See if I got this right. Okay. Okay. Packers minus six and a half. Yep. Giants plus 10 and a half. Yep. Buffalo plus nine. Yep. Rams plus no. five. No, no, Buffalo's not on there. No, no, no. You put you put Buffalo Yeah, we on bullied there. you into it and you accepted. Get Buffalo off of it, I agree. Get up, get him out of there. You like were so confident in the game, and then Pat- I'm looking at on my slip here, Packers, yeah. Giants, Pat Ravens, talked you into Rams, it. Bears, Saints. Do you not remember you what happened? You don't remember what happened? You don't want Buffalo. Do we have to replay the clip? Oh, no, no. That's right, because I took the Saints off and I put Buffalo on. You I'm never sorry. took the You're Saints right. off. You played the Saints anyway. Yeah, you just added a game, as far as I remember. Yeah. You could probably take them off. Why would you take oh, the Saints well, off? Then I have a, then I have a seven team tease. This yeah, year. too many. More, more farms. Off. More farms. Yeah, it's so Whatever. Many. It's worth plus five, three, six farms. So I guess we're going with it. You win this. Yeah, You're pa- up money for the year, Tim. Packers. Oh, that's right. Packers, Giants, Ravens, Rams, Bears, Saints, Bills. Bet the farm, win over five farms. And we're, you know, we're two weeks away from our opportunity for the double hit on Thanksgiving. Things are turning in the right direction here if we get this win. Thanksgiving next two weeks. Two weeks from now. So three years ago, you did win both of the teasers that week. But every year since, you've lost both of them. It's literally yeah. Well, I got screwed in that Saints uh, uh, Falcons game, if you remember. It was like three years it's ago. It's literally the close. most pathetic thing that you hold on to this middling th- a day of teasers. <laughs> three years ago, four years ago now, <laughs> it's real to me. That's that's one of his eight career wins in this. Remember, once again, Tim is two and seven for the year, and eight and seventy four lifetime. Two wins in a year is a lot for you. You're like Adam, we're ahead of pace here. You're like Adam Gase reminding us about some 2015 win as the Dolphins coach. Is right the Broncos OC? <laughs> well, I'm clinging on what I can cling on. Other than I'm navigating potentially a second perfect season in Survivor, which you are now currently halfway through. More than halfway through. Have you entered? Are you actually playing for any money? No. Well, yeah, how, how are you doing in your Survivor League, Tim? I already won it weeks ago. Oh. How many people were in it? Not that many. Yeah. It was it didn't have a lot of uptake this year because of the uh, COVID, I guess. But Well, uh, I'm going to be rooting for you because you're going to end up winning no money again when you go perfect. Can't happen twice, could it? <laughs> I'm getting... You're like being struck by lightning twice. I know someone who's been struck by lightning twice. I think it becomes a lot more likely... After you get struck the first time, I think you're like magnetic or something like powder. Wasn't he struck by lightning? He was. Dolphin fans are hitting me up right now. Dolphins fans Friends. hope no one there's they got to be loving Tim right now. They got to be. Yeah. They're right? loving life. They're floating like but they got to be loving Tim's are like floating. How much he hates Tua. 
I despise that team. Did you despise hate him before he played a game? He right? Alabama. He oh, went to Alabama and he wasn't that great there. He was overrated <laughs> there too. He was good. Then you shouldn't say he wasn't good. He was good. Very overrated. Because he went to Alabama and you're not allowed to say a bad thing about an Alabama player because that's against the law. The fact that they're rated ahead of Notre Dame is an outrage. I do remember when like drafting and I was like just trying to defend the pick that my team had made, regardless of knowing anything. If Herbert went to Alabama, he'd have been first overall. Yes, that's exactly right. Well, if Herbert went to Alabama, he probably wouldn't have been the starter. (laughs) That's probably true. Also. So he would have had a Matt Castle esque career where he got drafted anyway and got paid some big bucks and traded for first two first. Oh, yeah, he was Linehart's or Palmer and Palmer and Linehart's backup, a, and he still yeah he still plays. Still, then he was Brady's yeah. backup. He got, he he got his national shot. title ticket, and then he went like Scott Pioli got in charge of the Chiefs, and yeah, they did a whole that. He wasn't uh, bad. What wasn't bad? He enjoyed a good bounce pass. I believe the they even them. led the Chiefs to the playoffs one season, if memory serves. They won the division with Matt Castle one year. Yeah, and They the, lost to Baltimore big in the first round. And the year that he started for the Patriots, the Patriots were actually good. Yeah, yeah, they had 11 wins. That was the year that we would have won the Super Bowl if Brett Favre hadn't gotten hurt. Of course, yes. Just, just like that year that Phil Mickelson definitely would have won the U.S. Open that he didn't play. Well, he probably would have won that year. All right, that'll do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Please go check out the Masters content. Uh, I'm going to be live 12 p.m. Eastern Time on Mayo Media Network. So right now on Wednesday, taking master's questions. Jeff and I will be live on Friday, probably around 3 p.m. Eastern Time, sweating the cut line live. Jeff will also be live 10 p.m. Wednesday evening on ftndaily.com. Tim Andercust will be alive somewhere, <laughs> I think. I don't know. It's, it's not my of, name. It's a lot of McDonald's. Yes, I will be. Are you going to do this again for McDonald's next year? Or did you just realize it was such a negative EV life decision? I can't wait till I can do it again. <laughs> can't wait. I love to me. That's one of the surest signs of fall. It's raisins for Halloween candy in the stores and McDonald's monopoly. Those are the signs to me. You can pick your flower, your, uh, your leaves all you want, but uh, those are the markers for me. Well, now that Monopoly at McDonald's is in its offseason, the man who sucks beer out of the bottom of ashtrays as his new par- pastime is Tim Andergust! Tim Andergust. <laughs> That's not my name. Terrible. You got to find some other low. Can you get addicted to VLTs? You really need to. No, but I, several people did send some very funny tweets this week about me rummaging through the trash. <laughs> I have to say, I cracked up. That was funny. Oh, he's doing that have, like video before he goes rummaging through the morning track. That's what VLTs are. Yeah, at the, like the Seven Eleven, right? Well, they have them at like every bar where Tim is at. You like, you can walk in, you can get yourself a nice uh, DC on the rocks, go play, <laughs> have a cig in the cig room, and play some VLTs. <laughs> this sounds pretty enticing, doesn't it, Tim? I do like free spins. <laughs> Max spin. Well, he lost a thousand bucks. Nothing to Tim Too Rich. But oh yes, Tim, have you ever been to a bingo hall? I think you'd enjoy it. Yeah, bingo does seem right up your alley. You're like an I've old man. I've played bingo before. I've Jim, played bingo before. Jim, your it's own okay. personal dabber. He'd have, you know, he'd have a koozie for his own personal <laughs> dabber, and he'd probably have different <laughs> colors of dabbers depending on like what the bonuses were for like that round. No, I I'm not a big bingo player, but the time or two that I've been there, like I was taken aback by how serious some people take it the guy 
driving around town to get different McDonald's Monopoly scratchies is complaining about no, how, how serious- vicious people get. Like when someone calls a bad bing? Is that what they call it? A bad bing? Yeah, it's probably, a bad bang? it's probably as vicious as people get who are behind you in line as you're trying to back up from a morning drive through line because they don't have McDonald's well, again, scratchies. You, around here, there's room to easily get out of the line without interrupting anybody. Doing them a favor. Yeah, Tim's helping them, Jeff. You, oh. Want to give people out there some credit, the audio listeners out there. Uh, rate and review if you haven't done that yet. It's especially important this time of year with football and the Masters. It's a big week for the Pat Mayo experience where we can really go up the charts. We have hit number one, Tim. Guess what country? Hmm. We passed Sweden? The, we, we passed the fantasy footballers in this place. Denmark? China. China, really? Yeah, I was wondering where all the new listens were coming from. I Presumably, it's China. <laughs> Gee. So, secret Chinese spy, Tim Andrikas. That's what I'm thinking here. Or maybe it's I've Jeff. been talking up Manchu. We do chalk talk about Manchu Walk at least once every three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> We're also number one in Colombia. I think it's because I bet on Sebastian Munoz. Maybe. <laughs> I like that angle. And we, we do talk about Hao Tong Lee a lot. I do like Hao Tong. I cheer for him. Why do you like Hao Tong so much? I just, he's a grinder. I like when guys work hard at their craft and don't like just shrug their know, shoulders. You only know anything of him because of his rain session, range session at the U.S. Open. No, because he also picked him to win the Masters like three oh, years yeah. ago for some reason. Because <laughs> he won. I the, like how tall. He won. Remember, he won the, the tournament that Sergio yeah, and Willett won. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I've I've liked how Tong for a while. I think he's a grinder, and I respect that type of golfer. Uh, so sorry, I just that's the type of golfers that I like. You respect WeChat and the TikTok? No, those two, those things are demonic. I also don't think he respects wood. <laughs> but like Bryson puts on like 50 pounds of like mass and like. And I got to give him his credit. He won the U.S. Open. Okay, it worked. Okay. So I don't think it will work long term. I think it's impossible to work long term. But did it work right now? No, who could debate it? He just won the U.S. Open. He's now the co-favorite for the Masters. Obviously, something's working. Do you think Bryson's going to win? No, I can't, I can't see it. Excellent see news. It. That's what I wanted to hear before we got out of here. In the here. end, I don't think it, I think his putter will let him down. He's a world class. He's like the best putter. putter. In the of all he's those putter. elite players, he's a better putter than every super elite. Okay, well then I guess he's going to win this on Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday we'll just be uh, making sure he doesn't make triple bogey on twelve, right? I would actually be here for that. And don't you go calling it over if he gets up by a bunch. Can you please promise that? There's not only me, not only Jeff, probably Paul. Almost everyone who watches this show has a lot of money riding on Bryson at really high odds. Well, then it seems like the just thing for me to do would be to say it's over. To make you would need to shut things out for Danny Willett to equal up the Danny Willett. Honest to God, (laughs) we'll pay someone to go to your house and smash your fucking computer, your fucking phone with a goddamn hammer. If you start thinking about that, and if you don't think I'm serious, I make more money than you think. I will pay someone a lot of money. To do this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't intend to tweet that it's over. Thank you. Now, if Dustin Johnson jumps up to a huge lead, you go nuts here. We'll see. Bryson, I think, is going to struggle on Thursday. He, he may 
turn it around Friday, Saturday, but I think Thursday he's going to have some trouble. So bet Bryson first round leader as well. I'd be right? shocked if he was first round leader. We're getting some good intel here. <laughs> getting some good intel. This is what think we need to struggle the on the, the greens. Augusta greens are not like everywhere else. I would just, on. I would think that he would struggle with his irons because that's the part of his game that isn't good. And you need to be a good short iron striker at Augusta, particularly. So we'll see. I mean, he's going to drive every game. It's going to be a two. I did see someone tweet out, and I lost. I lost it laughing that uh, uh, Bryson's trying to be only the second person since Zach Johnson to hit a wedge into every par five and win the Masters. <laughs> I retweeted That's that. Great yeah. That's a great line. That's a great line. That's a great line. I wonder if he can drive one of these par five greens. He can figure out the right angle and just land it. Yeah, rock off the creek, get right to the green. <laughs> <laughs> like where, where Sergio got stuck that uh, year uh, against Rose, like ricochet off that, he's good to go. That's Sergio par on th- what 13 right cost me a lot of fucking that's a, money that's uh, the same hole that phil put it between the two trees uh, it was 13 rose not winning that masters cost me a lot i believe that's i think that's azalea 13 anyway we've gone on too long two hours and 17 minutes later i would like to thank all of you out there smash the like rate and review check out ftnbets.com and if you want to get into golf check out fantasynational.com slash mayo tools projections all that fun stuff it's up there right now uh, you get 20 percent off if you use slash mayo i think for the week that makes it eight bucks you can afford you don't need to be tim too rich to afford eight bucks all right i'm pat mayo i'll see you next time Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.